Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Sustained effort and violence. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Do we not agree? It can be a total goat rodeo. Was that supposed to be funny? Cool, neat story. A fat, fat, stinky kind of dude that someone thought had a radio voice. What's wrong with my voice? (laughs) Doesn't seem like a real bad guy, but just a bit full of himself and sees himself as a huge radio personality. <laughs> Dominating the East Coast. He deaf looks fat and stinky. Oh. And is an absolute bozo. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, a victory Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington, we're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you like Pirate Radio on Facebook and watch our program there. And also, uh, you can check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV. You can see the entire press conference uh, after last night's ECU basketball victory. Joe Dooley and Brandon Suggs met with the media. You can hear that. We're going to play a lot of that coming up on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live, but that and a lot more is available uh, anytime you want it there on YouTube. Please subscribe today. All right. uh, A lot to get to on today's program. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and Content Junkie. Junkie! CJ Schaefer are here. Uh, and we got some great guests coming up on the show. Coming up at 4 o'clock, talk to former ECU offensive lineman Garrett McGinn. Garrett McGinn's name was called earlier this week during the USFL draft. He was drafted in the tackles round, which I believe was the sixth round. And he will be playing for the New Jersey Generals when the USFL comes back. And he is one of the all-time great interviews amongst ECU football alums and uh we'll we'll talk about his journey after leaving ecu what he's been doing between now and then and there's been a lot of stops along the way buffalo carolina jacksonville got in a couple of games for the panthers um and now he is trying to continue his football career in the usfl so garrett mcginn great interview great dude uh, we'll talk to him coming up at four o'clock also on today's show we'll get you ready for ecu and north carolina as that series begins on friday jody jones formerly of ecu he's been around ever since i've been doing stuff here at pirate radio and the sports information department uh is now on the bad team he joined the bad guys he is uh in north carolina now handling their baseball media relations we'll catch up with jody and also uh get a scouting report on this north carolina baseball team that ec will be seeing this weekend so looking forward to chatting with uh, our old friend jody jones coming up in about 20 minutes also tail end hour number one we will talk to mully mike mullis will join us i'll see if he's been following this uh this phil mickelson stuff we'll get into it with greeny on friday but phil mickelson uh i guess has put his foot in his mouth and has uh, turned a lot of folks off here of late, but we'll talk a little golf, a little baseball. Uh, we get Mully's thoughts on the Pirates through four games, and uh, <laughs> you're not on camera right now, are you, Chandler? No, he just did a great Mully face. We need to think of something that everybody likes. 
like ice cream or something that <laughs> ice cream might be the worst food ever invented we'll see if we can get molly to uh to be the antagonist on today's show uh so we got molly later on this hour garrett mcginn at four double b brian bailey joins us we'll get an update on what's going on in the high school basketball playoffs also talk some pirates with bailey and troy d is here in hour number three of today's show uh shirley yesterday's um raffle got a lot of traction everybody all right in there yeah i'm fine a lot of coughing going on we good uh i guess i just coughed one time all right cj's doing great cj's always doing great good to see you uh appear to be working today junkie called him out for not working yesterday and then he's at the basketball game last night tweeting about wrestling so (laughs) oh my yeah might need to have have a a performance review a uh can one of y'all get on boneyard banner and trash cj so we can read it on the air please (laughs) (laughs) that'd be great uh shirley we had a lot of interest in our raffle on facebook yesterday shall we do a youtube today that is your call but um i'm down for it i like that idea hey thanks chandler that's what i wanted to hear shirley was a little on the fence you're you're both feet in head first somehow head first and both feet in <laughs> yeah doing the jackknife speaking of jackknife like, uh kevin nash used to do the jackknife powerbomb i was i'm not opposed to it i just said you are Shirley. just say it you hate the idea you hate me i have never said such a thing <laughs> mister all right i'm trying to stir up a little drama here to start the show. <laughs> uh all right let's go youtube get on our youtube chat for our show today that's running right now as we speak and we'll just do a number type in a number one to 100 uh and if you are closest to the pin you will win as bryant packer did yesterday but he re-gifted his prize back into the pot he wanted to give it to roger giles he did we uh nixed that michael dyer uh got the win yesterday on facebook today we will do a youtube raffle so uh jump on our youtube like subscribe and put in a number between one and 100 and you can be a winner shirley what are we giving away do you know yet yes i do a 15 dollars gift card courtesy of familia oh man that is a big one uh head over to youtube right now 15 dollars gift card to familia can be yours and you can enjoy the linguine fettuccine sausage and shrimp sausage like i do i am a big fan of just the classic lasagna the buffalo chicken pizza is wait 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 i'm trying to remember if i've had that the buffalo chicken pizza yes you probably had it here one time i know every time we get familiar i always want to get the buffalo chicken pizza and it I is know you, delish. Yeah. I, I think I've had it once before. They it put the really ranch good. on it. And it's, oh, and like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. A, okay, like yeah. Tyler Perry once said. <laughs> gotta put some ranch on it. You gotta put some ranch on it. And, uh, yeah, really good put stuff. Some ranch on it. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I do remember I have had it, and it is quite delicious. All right. I just typically go with a classic lasagna because I don't eat lasagna very often. I love I, lasagna. Yeah, but uh, when I do get the chance to eat lasagna, I prefer to go to Familia and eat it. Scott is in with 23. Newton is in with 56. So get your numbers in now, and we'll have our raffle drawing coming up in hour three when Troy D is here. All right. Pirates are winners last night. And what was a ugly, hideous, ugly, disgusting, 
Nasty. Ugly. Stinky. It could be a total goat rodeo. Goat rodeo. It was a goat rodeo. Joe Dooley was pulling out all the phrases during the press conference last night. Don't take it from me and and that I think it's ugly. Joe Dooley said it himself. Let's hear uh, his opening comments after last night's East Carolina victory over South Florida. Um, that was a tractor pull. Would be a, maybe an accurate thing. It was ugly. Um, I thought South Florida played really hard. I thought they were the kids were engaged, and they've had been at a little bit of a rough stretch, as you know. I think um, we were very immature in our not recognizing that every game is 0-0, and that what happens previously doesn't matter in the next game. And that, that's a, a lack of maturity. we got to do a better job educating our guys, and they got to do a better job of listening to that because you can have a little feel today that we – you know, we we felt pretty good about ourselves. When you know, it was a it was a rock fight down there too. And um, until the end of the game, we we made some boneheaded plays. We sh- we shot it when we should have passed it, passed it when we should have shot it. Um, but we came up with some plays to, to to finally finish it. Thank God for the free throw line. All right, Joe Dooley there. <laughs> the Pirates won, by the way. It's a tractor pull. He did not sound very happy. Uh, rock fight, tractor Im- pull, immature. Yeah, it is baffling to me that these guys came out thinking they could just beat anybody. But because they beat South Florida last week, I guess they thought it would be easy. I mean, Brandon Suggs alluded to that in his comments that we'll get to in a moment. But uh, So the Pirates win about four last night. Chandler, uh, good call on the under. Thank you. It's always under when these teams play. 64 to 60 was the final score. Well, I mean, when I saw that it was 128 and a half versus the 126 that it was on the road in South Florida, I, I really felt good about that because I just had a feeling that both of these teams would struggle, and they and they did. Um, so it, now it, it wasn't under by a lot, maybe about four or five points, uh, but under is an under, and I got it. You did get it. What is it called, like? Like a triple double, quadruple double. What would five be? How do you say that? Quintuplet double. Penta. Quintuple double. What was it? Huh? Penta. Penta double. A penta double. Penta double. What did I just say? Penta double. Well, Brandon. Is that what it, is that what we're calling it? Well, I guess because he did have double figures points, but Brandon Suggs stuff in the stat sheet last night: six rebounds, one assist, two blocks, one steal. How many charges, Chandler? At least two, maybe three. I mean, yeah, I sug, remember. Sug, sug, baby. I remember, sug, sug. I remember looking back at you last night and and saying, you know, I got to give it to him. I have never in my life seen somebody risk their body more than Brandon Suggs. Wow, thanks for saying that. Three years too late. Welcome aboard. What's uh, that? I didn't mean. What's well, that? No, I didn't mean that. What'd you say? I meant. Welcome what? Welcome to finally having a good basketball take about Brandon Suggs. Okay, now you hurt my feelings. Chandler, what did I say to you last night at the game? I don't want to spoil that. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do that. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it later. There could be some big developments regarding Chandler and a certain boat. We have an announcement. We, 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 we have an announcement about about, about an, an announcement. announcement. Yeah, yeah. Today we're just going to announce that we may have an announcement about an announcement. Exactly. We'll we'll leave it at that. 
Brandon Suggs, Tristan Newton last night, your leading scorers. Newton had 15 of four boards, five assists. And also Tremont Robinson White. By the way, Tremont, the unsung hero for this team, he's been playing good basketball, 13 points last night for Tremont Robinson White. And Joe Dooley said, thank God for free throws. And uh, Pirates are at one point were 14 for 17 from the free throw line. I don't know what they finished with. I wonder what Jesus would have shot from the line. I'm going to say 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, he from the images we see of him pretty tall slender he would probably have the long hair and a ponytail (laughs) or like (laughs) and like in a a bun yeah maybe a headband it could go like the lynn route and go bun i see him as a kelly olenic kind of hair yeah uh pirates last night 27 of 38 from the free throw line tristan newton eight of eight tremont six of six frank three of three Sugboat missed four including i think two at the very end if i'm not mistaken but he had nine free throws last night what are you smiling about about what i said last night and then two straight misses from the free throw line uh chandler jinxed the east carolina they were i had to i had to teach a lesson they were perfect from the line and chandler said they hadn't missed a free throw yet and then it was who was it was it was it Suggs? Brandon Johnson? Ah, uh, 0 for 2, Brandon Johnson. That's who it was. Missed two, and then somebody else missed one. Vance or either... Oh, they missed three straight after that. Yeah. And Chandler said he did it just to prove a point to me that jinxes are real. I know jinxes are real, but you you did it last night. Way to go. Thanks. I could have used those points, Chandler. In fact, those three could have helped me out quite a bit last night. That would have made it a seven-point victory. I actually feel really bad about it. You that. don't feel no, crap. I do. You I, don't I feel bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am so sorry. You're not. Uh, Pirates getting the win, ugly fashion. Highlight of the night, though. Point God, Luigi Debeau. Let me say this about Luigi Debeau. That guy busts his ass every play. You can't really say anything bad about him. It's not like he forced his way onto this basketball team. He was brought in here to play basketball. He does not decide when he goes into the game. The coach puts him in. And while he's out there, he does his absolute best that he can possibly do. But last night... He said, this is my game. He said... I'm taking over. He and bro- that's what happened. <laughs> he broke out the old Triple H uh, intro theme. My time, he said. As he got the ball, one shining moment was playing in his head. <laughs> the ball is tipped. His big, giant frame is dribbling the ball up the court. The highest <laughs> bounces you'll ever see on a dribble in your life. There was a moment in time, Chandler, as we were watching that play, that I thought, you know, there, there's a universe out there where he finishes this with a dunk. <laughs> now, it's not our universe. Euro step and then just slams it home. It was not in any of the realities we live in, but in an alternate reality out there, Luigi finishes that dunking on a dude. Instead, exactly what you'd think, thought was going to happen happened he turned the ball over so Luigi brings it up turns it over 
awkwardly like comes to a halt, throws the ball away. Somehow, some way, a halt. Yeah, surely he comes to a halt. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> That's what the man said. He said a halt. I'm in a halt. Sorry. <laughs> uh somehow, some way, because he's the most active player on the court, he gets his hands back on the ball, and guess what? Let's run it back. <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> Let's run it back. Let's go point guard up the court for the second time in about a five-second span. Turns it over again, but before it can go as an official turnover, uh, a foul is called, and it goes East Carolina's way. That was the highlight of the night. Steve and Igo had to ask Joe Dooley about it, and here's that Q&A sesh uh, with Igo and Dooley Shirley. This is our Cut 11. What was going through your mind when Luigi uh, tried to be point guard at least for a few possessions taking up the court? I was thinking that maybe I should get my realtor's license and, and, and not have to watch this. But, but this even plays like that. I mean, it was just a, it's a simple, and he doesn't do that. He's a, he's a, he, he, he has good intentions, but that's just a simple. I mean, everybody on the bench is yelling wolf. There's people in the arena yelling wolf. Pick up the truth. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we, those are the plays you can't have. Those are the plays that, that make us... You know, that make us look silly and when we know better. I was going to say, he did grab some big plays. I mean, he was three, he, and, and the, the last three or four possessions, they couldn't throw the ball in the post. Those were big plays. He did a really good job on Chiba. Uh, two or three possessions, they were down there battling. He did a really good job. We put him on defense, and we took him out and put Zellin on offense. But he, he really battled Chiba and, and limited the touches the last two or three minutes. They weren't able to throw the ball in the post, which helped us a lot. All right, so he's a real estate agent. He makes uh, that's what makes us uh, look silly out there. Uh, him saying he means well made me chuckle too. That's like he means well. I mean, this guy, this kid, he's uh, he's a good kid. He gets into trouble sometimes. He, he he runs his mouth too much, but he means well. He means well. He means yeah. Lucy he means well, and I tell you what, I did say Chandler last night. I said, Luigi is busting his tail on defense right now. Do you remember when uh, he was just guarding the paint? Because USF has a good big man uh, who had... Tachua? He had 18. Good God Almighty. He led the the game. Yeah. 18 last night and was getting it in good scoring positions and and putting it in. But Luigi, and Dooley talked about it there, uh, was, was busting his tail on the defensive end. Not letting well. him touch the ball. He means well. And uh, they were going offense for defense there, putting in Frank on offense and, and Luigi defensively. But, uh, man, I love I, I love. I tweeted it last night. It was a bad game. Bad refs. Those guys suck. What is wrong with the officiating? We talked about the game being disgusting. These refs suck. were terrible. Just calling every foul... I don't know how many times East Carolina got away with the travel last night. At least three, and they didn't call it. Vance, one time, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Suggs. It happened to Brandon Suggs. You said that was a travel. Yeah, that, that, and it was. And I'm not just saying they suck because they call stuff against East Carolina. They let a lot of ECU stuff go last night. Was, thank you. That was a fast break, and ECU hacked the dude for USF. Brian Gregory got mad at it. They didn't call a foul. Then they come back down the court. And you touch a guy, and it's a foul. It just there was that one instance too, where you know there was God. a blocking uh, foul when it should have been a charge. Yes, and then the Pirates got called for. Who a was charge. that? Frank. 
that got blasted in the post that's and they called I, a foul on him? That's the one I mean. If that, anything, that's what I'm talking about. call it a no call. It should have been a charge, but to call it on Frank? This really sucks. <laughs> I, yeah, there in the first half, there were some children sitting in front of us, and we, me and Clip were trying our best. To, that little girl kept turning around every time I would raise my voice, and I felt bad. Yeah. And, you know, I'm already there watching a, a not-great basketball game, okay? I'm rooting on my alma mater. They mean well. They mean well. They try. This team means well. But they don't make shots. So I'm already not in a great mood. And then you top it off with these idiots. I, I mean, and we get different crews in every game, and it's the same thing. I don't get it. I know it's a hard job. I probably shouldn't even talk about Fair it. Fair weather idiot. It just that irritates me so much. They uh, mean well. They mean well. We all mean well. Uh, by the way, before I forget, let me give a little credit to Josh Thomas. He says it's baseball season, and it's time to jump on the rider truck. And he has a rider truck with Ryder Giles's face on the side of it. Not bad. Okay. Not right. bad. I like it uh i'm gonna try to multitask because i've got an idea of a photoshop i'm about to make <laughs> during the show oh, geez. about what oh no what uh vehicle i'm on when it comes to baseball oh god so get ready for that Uh-oh. oh will you relax i know you mean well but you need to relax all right uh let's see let's hear more joe dooley let's hear him talk about number seven we he was asked, is, is it fair to say you played down to your competition? <laughs> Which is just, I guess you have to ask the question because it sounds like the Pirates thought they were just going to roll the ball out and win last night, which they shouldn't think that against anybody. And Joe Dooley certainly doesn't think that way. Uh, cut seven, Shirley. No, we. I mean, I don't look at it like that. We're, we're no better than anybody. I mean, I, I said it every day. You know, every day, there's there's maybe a handful of teams in the country that can, that can not play their A game against somebody and and usually those teams have far superior talent. And even on those days, you see people and you look at scores, but we got to approach every game like this is – only get a few of these to play, so you might as well value them. Pretty shocking to me, Chandler, that East Carolina and the, the team, these guys thought that they were better than anybody and didn't have, didn't have to play hard. Because – and you'll hear Suggs when we play it uh, at some point, but – even he said, like, yeah, we had to lock in at the end of the game because we just didn't have that intensity throughout the game. And that, I hate to hear that, but that's what happened last night. And it is just crazy to me to think East Carolina feels like they can just breeze through any game and win. But it was ugly. That tells you how bad South Florida is, too. They stink. They are terrible. They will. They love to turn the ball over. And missed wide open shot. They like that too. They they like to play bad basketball. Bad basketball. Pirates are winners though, and you know what? We'll probably be a favorite coming up against Tulsa. Guess the line on Saturday. I'm gonna say East Carolina minus two. Okay, I'm gonna go ECU minus three and a half. All right, we're in. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll switch gears. We'll talk some baseball. Jody Jones, formerly at ECU, now uh, Sports Information Director for North Carolina Baseball. We'll catch up with Jody and also uh, get a little scouting report on the heels. We'll see ECU and North Carolina coming up 
this weekend, Friday, Saturday in Chapel Hill, Sunday at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Also, head over to YouTube and jump into our raffle. Like and subscribe. And you can be a winner today in hour three. Scott has 23, Newton 56, Tyler 24, Zach 65, Robert 24. So we have two 24s. We'll do a uh, a tiebreaker if that's the case. So jump in now on YouTube. Put in your number between 1 and 100. All right. Um, John Moody says, when I came up with a vehicle idea, I was threatened with expulsion from the Sugboat. I was looked at as a traitor. What gives clip? John, are you a child? You have a child. I've seen, I've met your daughter. Grow up, John. We don't need this kind of behavior on the Sugboat. He's got a point, though. Shut up. You're not on the boat. Now, did John met, you know what, Chandler? I want to shake your hand. 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 I just want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. I'm sorry I said shut up, dude. I should be wanting to shake your hand. Well, come shake it. I want to shake your hand. All right, come shake my hand. John, now, did you come up with another vehicle on the basketball team? I think you did, John. It's a totally different situation. Thank you. Thank you for shaking my hand. All right, uh, we need to take a break. We'll be back after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right. I need a a timeout. I'm trying to make a, a Photoshop on my new baseball vehicle that i will be uh <laughs> posting very soon so look be on the lookout for that all right uh segment one we recapped east carolina's victory last night over usf and our next guest watched uh as much ecu basketball as jeff charles and si seymour over the last i don't know how long 15 20 years jody jones formerly at East Carolina, now working in the Sports Information Department in Chapel Hill with the North Carolina Tar Heels and their baseball team. So we'll talk a little baseball. Uh, Jody, welcome back to uh, Pirate Radio, man. Uh, Good to hear your voice again. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Clip. Thanks for having me on. And uh, sorry you had to miss out on that game last night. Joe Dooley called it a tractor pull and a rock fight. So I'm sure you uh, you hate that you missed that one. <laughs> I've seen my share of tractor pulls and rock fights <laughs> in college. Season. Yes, sir, you have. Jody, how long uh, were you at East Carolina? 21 years. Man, that is, uh, that's a long time. And now you make your way over to Chapel Hill. So what are you doing now uh, at the University of North Carolina? So I am the communications 
contact, as you mentioned, for the baseball team, as well as for the greatest dynasty in the history of college athletics. I guess you're talking about women's soccer? Yeah. There it is. All right. Uh, So there you go. Jody uh, Jones joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Jody, uh, East Carolina off to a 1-3 and start to the baseball season. Uh, They picked up their first win against Campbell on Tuesday to hopefully get things back on track. North Carolina coming off uh, a down year for their standards. Off to a great start this year, Jody. 4-0, and they put up, uh, let's see, 14, 19, 7, and 5 in their wins this year. Also have only allowed seven runs in four games. So great start uh, for the Tar Heels. What, uh, what's what gone right? It looks like everything has gone just about right through four games for those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had 40 runs uh, against Seton Hall over the weekend, and they were just – we had a lot of hits, and we got on base. Um, we took advantage of situations that were, if we got a walk, we'd steal a base, or if we uh, a ball got by the catcher, we'd be able to advance. Everything went right. We hit the ball out of the ballpark. Uh, our pitching was outstanding. We only gave up one earned run uh, on the whole weekend. Wow. Um, so our, our pitching was great. Our bullpen was outstanding. Our start in the four games, our starting pitcher has only qualified for the decision one time. Because they're all on pitch counts early in the year, mm. um, so uh, Brandon Schaefer, who is going to start uh, for the Tar Heels on Friday, got the win uh, against Seton Hall last Friday. But everybody else has been out of the bullpen, and they've been fantastic so far. You'll uh, recognize uh, plenty of names, Jody, when you uh, see East Carolina take on North Carolina this weekend, including uh, Friday and Saturday starters. Garrett Saylor and Jake Coochmaner. I think Jake Coochmaner's been here 21 years too, Jody. <laughs> He's balder than you are. I know that much. Oh, that's good because that was man. That's cutting close. To <laughs> uh, but you'll recognize those those names, and then we'll have a freshman coming up on Sunday. Jake Hunter. You'll get his first look at him uh, when the Pirates and Tar Heels meet at Clark McClare. How about the uh, the other two starters for the Tar Heels that the Pirates will be seeing on Saturday and Sunday, Jody? What do you know about those guys? So Saturday it will be uh, Max Carlson. Uh, he started last Saturday. He is, he's from Minnesota. He uh, he's a sophomore. Uh, he was part of the Tar Heels weekend rotation last year, um, but he had to shut down in April in order to get uh, surgery. Um, so he's back. He didn't have to have the full Tommy John surgery. Uh, he got a bracing, so the rehab process wasn't quite as long. So the coaches were. Really happy that he was able to uh, be part of the rotation this year because they weren't real sure that was uh, going to be possible uh, when he left last April. And then on Sunday, it'll be Shadden PV House. He's a transfer from Coastal Carolina. Uh, was mostly a bullpen guy at Coastal, but uh, he earned himself a spot through the fall and the spring, so he'll start on Sunday. Jody Jones joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, East Carolina and North Carolina, going at it at Boschmer coming up Friday, Saturday, then Clark DeClaire on Sunday. Jody, I guess, I mean, you could go on for, for hours on this one, but who uh, who's had the hot bats for North Carolina? It looks like just about everybody, but who are the, uh, the main guys to watch out for in the lineup for the Tar Heels? So sophomore first baseman uh, Johnny Castagnazzi uh, has got nine hits through the first five games. Um, he's got multiple hits in every game so far. Um, then shortstop Danny Soretti, he's got 
seven hits, I think. Um, so he's been hitting the ball well. Uh, freshman Reese Holbrook has come off. Well, he started the last two games, uh, and he's got tremendous speed. Freshman uh, Vance Honeycutt hit three home runs over the weekend uh, and almost got another one Tuesday night against Elon to hit off the top of the wall. Um, so those are some guys. Angel Zarate is another outfielder. Um, the bats have been, been hot clipped. They've been hot. No doubt about it. A hot start uh, against the Pirates, right? Uh, Seton Hall. Hopefully that's not the same uh, this weekend against the East Carolina Pirates. So North Carolina uh, will take on East Carolina this weekend. And, and looking at the non-conference schedule, uh, Coastal Carolina coming up. Liberty's always got a, a good team, Jody. And then you dive into ACC play, uh, looks like pretty early on with Pitt coming up the uh, the second week in March. So uh, you'll get into ACC play coming up uh soon it uh, looks like yeah it won't be long like you said we have uh coastal next week and we've got our next weekend and two midweek games against winthrop and longwood coming up and then liberty who just went down to florida and won two out of three over the weekend which hmm. to go up to lynchburg uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks for a, you know another good test so we've got a tough non-conference slate coming up here before we dive into league play Jody, how about uh, while we got you here, Hubert Davis, year one uh, with North Carolina. Up and down team. They've had some great wins. They've had some scratch-your-head losses. So uh, what do you think about the uh, the basketball Tar Heels as we get ready for uh, the end of February and, and on into March? Uh, they're going to be fine. I mean, as you say, they've been a little healthier skelter. And, you know, the, the Pittsburgh loss was kind of no, not one anybody saw coming, but then they've been able to bounce back and they had a nice win over. Over Louisville on Monday night, uh, we got the Wolfpack coming up on Saturday and Senior Day against Syracuse next Monday, and then before we head over to Cameron um, for Coach K's last game there. Um, but they'll, they'll be okay. They they need to get some wins here together to improve the resume. We've only got one Q1 win on there, um, but they got a, they got a chance. They're, they're still in the hunt for an at-large bid, and somehow or another, they're in the hunt for a double buy in the ACC tournament, which would be huge. And a bit of uh, an odd year in the ACC, Jody. I can see State continues to lose, and I still think their roster is better than their record, but at some point you are what your record says you are. But then you've got teams like Miami and Wake Forest who have had good years but are not looked at you know, highly when it comes to the seedings and things like that for the NCAA tournament. So it's been overall, I guess you would say, a down year. And I, I'm fascinated to see the ACC tournament. I guess Duke's going to be the favorite, but seems like it's going to be up for grabs uh, this year. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Duke will be the overwhelming favorite. But look at Notre Dame has surprised everybody. I mean, they said yeah. in second place. And then you have uh, Carolina, Wake, um I think those four teams are all projected to get into the field, and then Virginia has got a chance. Virginia Tech has got a chance. Miami's got a shot. Uh, so even in a down year of the ACC, they still got a chance to get five or six teams in the tournament, right? Uh, which is kind of which is a little bit mind-boggling, considering you know the ACC is usually in the top three or four conferences in the RPI and the net ratings, but that's not the case this year. Jody Jones joining us. Uh, Jody now working with the enemy, uh, but still a friend. And uh, Jody, will you be at the at Clark Leclerc in the press box on Sunday? 
Yes, sir, Clip. I will see you in the press box on Sunday. Good deal. Well, uh, I'll have some trivia questions for you. We've been missing you at AJ, so I'll, I missed that. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have a few for you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk some sports when we see you on Sunday, Jody. We appreciate you joining us uh, for a few minutes today, man. Great to catch up with you, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to being back with you. Thanks, Clip. Yes, sir. Thank you. There's Jody Jones joining us. Twenty-one years. Uh, at East Carolina before this past uh, offseason moving over to Chapel Hill to handle the duties for uh, baseball. And right when he said it, Shirley, I knew exactly what he was talking about, the uh, the dynasty that is ECU women, uh, UNC women's soccer, Mia Hamm and, and the like. Oh, there's plenty. Mia Hamm, uh, Megan Klingenberg, Tobin Heath, Ashlyn Harris, Heather O'Reilly, who is uh, now one of the assistant coaches. So there's quite a few that uh, from the pipeline and of North Carolina. You just mentioned were on World the, Cup, yeah. World Cup winners. Yes. Yep. So very familiar. And name. that's just a handful. Crystal Dunn. I forgot Crystal Dunn. Oh gosh, I'd have to go back and think. But uh, those are the ones right off the top of my head. That there's there's a long line of north carolina women's soccer players that were world cup winners all right let's get a break in i have put it out on social media now my uh my ride for the baseball season and i i'm sending out open invites if you want to get on you can because it's going to be a fun ride come join me on the tilt a whirl what is, <laughs> what is that reaction chandler i like it thank you shirley see well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hey, I committed you. this time. I know. No. I appreciate it. So, Bryce, I've always it's been a, a reference. Bryce World fan. I have. It's and, I, and I've been trying to think of, like, a name. But I was like, so he's my favorite guy, and that's that's who I want to ride with for the season. And I have nothing, like, for his with his name. But you have hit it on the head, my friend. Yeah. The Tilt-A-Whirl and Clip Brock. May I request? No, don't even request, Chandler, because you're on. I'm hopping on. You're on, buddy. Hey, you're you got to be this tall to ride this ride. I'm on it. All right. We're 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 all in the same cart. Uh, <laughs> whatever you call it. The same cab. The same cab. We're all hanging out. Let's go, baby. So uh, welcome on to the Tilt-A-Whirl. It's going to be a fun year for Bryson Whirl and the Pirates Just be careful. Baseball team. Don't want to get nauseous and so get a little Clark dizzy. So is Clark Stadium also the State Fair? Is this the home <laughs> of the State Fair? Redbeard says he's in. Hashtag tilt, tilt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm excited to be a part of something. <laughs> I'm so excited to be a part of something. Welcome on, Chan Man. Bring the cotton candy. The... Funnel cakes. Funnel cakes is what I was trying to think of, Shirley Rhodes. Those big giant sausages, maybe a turkey leg. Big giant turkey leg. Oh, man. We're having fun on the tilt of world. All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Mike Mullis joins us when we return. Tilt of world's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Really? That might be the stupidest thing. Oh, you know he's going to walk in here and he's going to be shaking his head. Well, luckily he's on the phone today, so we don't. Oh, oh, so we don't have to see any of his facial expressions? He'll be on the phone the whole time just going, (laughs) just shaking his head. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. We're back with you after this.
are listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Hold on, I gotta put my glasses back on. I can't see. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. That first ride on the Tilt World has made us all dizzy. Oh, man. Having a grand old time. I should have known Whee! better than to try to eat something Whee! before I got on that thing. Yeah. You need to, uh, to wait 20 minutes. Uh, hey, Junkie! Junkie! <laughs> Got like, some, hey. uh, some concerning news. You probably, you might have seen it by now. Excuse me? Uh, it's come out in the last 10, 15 minutes or so. But friend of the show, friend of the station, Cesaro, has quietly exited WWE after failing to come to an agreement on a new contract. All right, so maybe he will land uh, somewhere where he can actually show off his talents. Uh, but Cesaro, he was cool when we talked to him. I uh, had him on Live at Five uh, years ago. And I I loved the guy. I always wanted him to get a bigger push. I guess his knock is he is not great on the mic. But, man, he is awesome in the ring, and he has the look of a champion. So, yeah, okay, well, let's look at it as good news. Maybe we can finally uh, see him on uh on tv in a ring somewhere all right uh shirley do we did you call molly you no, didn't was did that you? supposed to if was you're that supposed to call to be somebody shirley round and round i thought floor. we were closing out the hour before we talked to molly i told you that if you're gonna ride the rides you gotta take care of your work first <laughs> but i'm also dizzy and i kind of and i was a little nauseous because i have, ate before i got on the ride you do have to understand that right what I'm talking to Clip. I mean, we're dizzy. We're having fun. Sometimes it just gets away from. All right, I'm, look, I'm not mad. I'm I'm okay. But can we call Molly? Yeah, give me just a minute. I mean, that is your golf guy. <laughs> You're gonna talk golf with Molly? I'm gonna try to talk everything with him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had a social media post since we last talked to Molly. He loves talking about Aaron Rodgers, don't he? And his cleanse. I wonder if Molly's ever had a cleanse of any kind don't want to get into that with them <laughs> coming up at four o'clock great interview on tap with garrett mcginn one of my favorite guys to talk to and if you want to feel good about being a pirate if you want to know what it's like uh to bleed the purple and gold tune in to garrett mcginn he'll make you feel good about being an east carolina pirate all right, I've got thumbs up in Studio B. Let's wrap up the hour with Mike Mullis, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Mully, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing great. Mully, uh, tried to get you and one of your boys at the game last night, and I know you hate you missed it. Uh, did you hear Joe Dooley's comments on it? He called it a tractor pull and then referenced the rock fight that the teams had the previous meeting. So you missed a real doozy last night. 
Yeah, I think that's an insult to a rock fight and tractor bulls. <laughs> it was ugly. But the Pirates uh, come away with a win. They're back at it coming up on Saturday. Getting down to March Madness time, Molly. I love this time of year. You're your golf baseball guy, so you got that going this time of the year. But how much, uh, how excited are you for the NCAA tournament? I mean, it's always interesting, and obviously, man, I, like I like to jump on the uh, kind of on the bandwagon of an underdog that starts to show a little fight. Yeah. It's always fun to see, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a it is a fun it's a fun time of the year. If we could get the knuckleheads to report to spring training, we 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 could have a lot of things going on. Hopefully soon. I talked to Evan Krasinski uh, earlier this week on the show, and it's business as usual for those guys, Molly. He said he's taking a page out of the old Cliff Godwin book and controlling what he can control and trying not to worry about what's happening above him. But he's off to Florida pretty soon, and you know, I guess we'll have some Woody's baseball. So there will be some baseball, and you just hope the, the big leaguers can figure out their mess. Yeah, and I don't – I mean, yeah, I guess you hope that. I, it's always a mess, and I – I think it's funny too with, with with you know just listening to different folks how they you know they're kind of touting oh this could be the potential first work stoppage in twenty some years is that a is that a good thing I mean is that I mean in the in the real world uh, you know we we don't really have those options right um, you know anyway yeah I, I I don't know I like I said I'm, well Mully's out of eyes it's, it's another black eye and Mully you got your eyes are are blacked and blue you're done with the whole thing just about anyway. Yeah, give me more KBO in college baseball. <laughs> Mike Mullis joining us. Mully, can you uh, begin to explain the Phil Mickelson situation going on right now? So, I guess he he made some remarks about the, the Saudi Arabia League or the, the tour that they are, are putting on their group of golfers and how the PGA Tour needs to change. And for that reason, he might be involved in Saudi Arabia. Then he had to come out and make an apology. Uh, he lost a sponsor. Now I guess he's taking like a leave. Like, could you? What is going on here? I, I've I've not dove too much into it. Do you know what's going on with all this? No, I think you just did a great job of describing what's going on. I, I mean, it's it's real simple. And I, you know, Phil's always kind of been a lightning rod. He's he, he's um. You know, years ago, I guess the first thing that I remember him coming out and making a statement about was uh, not living in California because of how much taxes uh, that he had to pay. And which was, again, when you're, you know, when, when, when you're Phil Mickelson making the money he's making, I know he's paying a lot of taxes, but, you know, most of us would like to have that problem. So that was kind of number one. Then he had a thing a few months ago about uh, a brand that he's involved in, some type of CBD and buying stock and that kind of came across as some insider trading and now you know now he's come out and made these disparaging comments but he you know he was going to leverage this Saudi Arabian uh, opportunity to make change in the PGA which uh, anytime you involve uh, leverage and making change I think it kind of looks a little bit like uh, not not to belittle or, or make light of what's going on in the Ukraine but that's kind of what dictators start to think is they're going to leverage their strength to create change. I, I just don't know how that's uh, a real positive game plan, especially when you're talking about the world of sports. And I guess, well, and, and you've seen other golfers come out, Rory McIlroy and, and some others, and uh, kind of pledge their allegiance to the PGA Tour. So I, I guess, and Greg Norman is involved, and maybe some older guys, Mully, with the, the Saudi Arabia Tour that 
they're going to try to get going but it it feels like there's a divide but as of right now it looks like the pga tour is still going to go on and, and be pretty strong and have all their guys right for the most part yeah, no, I, I don't think there's a divide at all. I think, if anything, it created a tremendous amount of solidarity hmm. uh, as it relates to those that appreciate the PGA Tour. And, you know, I, I thought, like, Victor Hovland, who's, you know, kind of an upper-middle middle middle uh, cross player, uh, young guy, but he comes out and he says, hey, I'm going to play wherever the best players play. And, and that, you know, that to me is an honest statement, and that's why you work your whole life to get to that point is to be able to be one of those guys playing against others uh, and, and making quite a good living. So I, um, you know, I, man, I, I think this has done. Therefore, a, a brief glimpse of time that looked like there could be some questions. Uh, I think what it's done ultimately is is eliminated all questions of the PGA is probably uh, stronger than, than than it's ever been. Mike Mullis, Mully joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Mully, you joined us uh, late last week on the show, and you said, uh, look, Bryant's going to win one of these games uh, this weekend. You didn't tell me they'd win three, though. Yeah, and I didn't see that. I I I just felt like, you know, quality club, and they have a chance, and, you know, and and the Pirates are figuring some things out, and a lot of new faces. So, uh, but obviously a great bounce back win against Campbell, and, uh, man, you know, from a from a coach's standpoint, I saw a lot of things that I was um, that you could see where progress had been made uh, with, especially with approaching at bats and uh, having. Uh, and I've heard guys, uh, you know, talk about having tougher at bats and uh, more quality at bats. Uh, so you did, you did get get a glimpse of that with Campbell, and uh, obviously, you know, quite a test coming up this weekend. Yeah, I know uh, you think, uh, amongst others, that uh, North Carolina is going to have a bounce back as to what was looked at as a down 2021. You think uh, they'll be primed, and, and they already look ready to go, Molly, 4-0. and very A small sample size, but they have scored a lot of runs and uh, have not allowed a lot heading into uh, this series against DCU. Yeah, that's a pretty good mix, no matter what game you're playing. If you could score... Uh... Uh, if you could score a bunch and not let the other team score a bunch, then you're going to win a lot of games. And I, I mean, I think they obviously, man, it's a you know, it's Carolina baseball, man. I mean, it's uh, it, it's a perennial powerhouse, uh, as is East Carolina. So I think uh, you know it'll be an interesting. It's kind of chew on the other foot kind of scenario compared to last weekend, where you know East Carolina going to their place uh, for two games and then them coming here. But the two games there, you know, East Carolina's got to be. Uh, a little bit of a feel a little bit of a chip on their shoulders, a little underdogish, and you know they know that uh, that they that to go get a series win, uh, much less a sweep, is 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 critical in, in kind of building that momentum uh, to keep driving forward in the season with uh, you know with the Leclerc Classic coming up the fall. I think it's the following weekend, right, Clip? It's yeah, good teams in that as well. Got some good teams rolling in Michigan, Maryland, Indiana State coming up next weekend uh right here in greenville all right molly we'll wrap it up uh i gotta ask you uh aaron Rodgers coming off his cleanse and and doesn't want to be a distraction or make it about him but he had to know posting all those cryptic pictures online would cause a stir now us idiots uh in the sports media are the ones that run with it and make it a big deal but but rogers knows exactly what he's doing when he posts stuff like that right I, man, I guess. I, I, well, I mean, nobody. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He, he kind of. 
and I heard somebody say this the other day that it wouldn't be would surprise them that if you know when he retires and he you know he'll go to Hawaii or some tropical location grow his hair out and even more and just no shoes and kind of it, it gives me a little Ricky Williams vibe like <laughs> kind of aloof and you know just kind of on their own plan and it's so weird that this is that like this is kind of commensurate with with the timeline of COVID right like Aaron Rodgers wasn't this guy three years ago I don't. I don't know. It, it COVID has changed the world for sure, and I think yeah. it's changed Aaron Rodgers. I always liked uh, a little drama, but never uh, to the extent that we've seen uh, here the last couple of years. You're right about that. Mully, uh, have a great weekend. Hopefully you can get some golf in and uh, plenty of baseball watching, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, buddy. Talk to you soon. See you, man. There is Mike Mullis. You know, Mully's a lot more pleasant than we make him out to be. I got to say, he's he's right. He We have pigeonholed him into – this guy, it's kind of an exaggerated look at what he really is. Yeah, we, yeah definitely. Very exaggerated. <clears throat> exaggerated. He means well. <laughs> Chandler, that is a perfect way to put it. He means well. He means well. When we return, we will talk to former East Carolina offensive lineman. I could call him a tackle or a guard or left guard or right guard or right tackle he played everywhere did on the play line center sometimes i want to say he did i think he played every position on the offensive line for east carolina he is listed as the tackle for the new jersey generals that's the new team in the usfl and garrett mcginn is one of their newest players had the draft earlier this week gmac is one of the best and we'll talk to him when we return on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Barak. All right, I've been looking forward to this interview because Garrett McGinn, despite some losses and a lot of losses for the ecu football team during his time was always great to talk to always uh spoke uh, from the heart and said what he thought was on his mind and uh just really enjoyed getting to know him during his time here at east carolina and since he's been gone from east carolina and was very excited to see his name pop up the other night uh as part of the usfl draft he was drafted in the tackles round and taken by the new jersey generals and gmac garrett mcginn joins us now on the pirate radio live line garrett great to hear your voice back on pirate radio how you doing man cliff thank you for having me on man uh i've been good dog just been trying to get everything squared away and keep the dream alive really keep the dream alive man it's uh it was great to see your name pop up the other night as a draft pick in the usfl draft and i knew this event was coming up we talked about it last week and i was trying to find more information on the player pool that would be available to draft and all i could find all i could read was that certain players had signed contracts with the league making them available to be drafted 
So is that the case, Garrett? Like, have you already, had you already signed some kind of deal with the USFL and then you go into the draft pool? Can you, you take us uh, back to how everything came to be and uh, your name was called the other night? Yeah, so the way it was set up was uh, I was talking to my agent about opportunities and uh, this was something that came across our desk and kind of signed like an agreement contract kind of thing to enter myself into like you said the pool of names and uh luckily my name was called so um now we're in in the process of getting everything squared away doing all the minor details but man i'm just excited to be playing football again um haven't been picked up by a team in a little bit uh had some workouts nothing quite bounced my way so um this was the best opportunity for me that my agent and I felt just to get um, some film out, show that I can play this game, and just hopefully uh, get an opportunity to get back in the NFL. That's awesome. Gary McGinn joining us has been a part of the Bills, Panthers, Jags, and now is a New Jersey general, so a Florida boy. Garrett, though, you, you can, like, you're a chameleon. You can mix into any of your surroundings. You're a pirate for life. You're a Florida boy, and now you're going to be uh, a soprano up there in New York. You'll fit right in with everybody, right? <laughs> I hope so, man. I just I just try to be me, authentically me, man. And <laughs> if it appeals to the masses, we like that. And if not, then it is what it is. But I'm going to keep being me. I'm going to be myself no matter where I go. Uh, I've molded and uh, kind of changed a little bit, depending on where I've been at. I'm not changed, but grown during my time in North Carolina. Like you said, a Florida boy through and through, but, um, man, I'm a pirate. You can put me anywhere, and I'm going to survive. No doubt about that. Gary McGinn joining us. Garrett listed as a tackle, drafted as a tackle. You, you played so many different positions here at East Carolina. Uh, have you kind of settled into the tackle role? I'm sure you'll do whatever the team asks you to, just like you did while you were here in Greenville. But is that uh, is that the position you plan on playing there for the Generals? Yep, as of right now, going in as a tackle, but you hit the nail on the head, man. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help this team succeed, and if they see me better as a guard or a tackle or center or whatever, um, I'm just going to try and do whatever I can to help this team succeed. So, uh, Garrett, let's talk about what you've been doing since you left East Carolina. And, again, you've had uh, stints with the Bills, the Panthers. Uh, you're able to play some games for the Panthers and then in Jacksonville with your uh, your buddy Minshew there for a little while as well. Um, so what, what has that kind of journey been like? I know it's been frustrating. I know it's been pretty awesome to get that call uh, from a team or from an agent saying, hey, uh, Buffalo, Carolina, Jacksonville want you to come in. So, you know, how do you sum up what you've been through so far since uh, leaving East Carolina? Oh, uh, man, I'd probably sum it up as just hectic. Like you said, been bouncing around, just trying to find a home for an extended period of time. But man, it's been um, it's been amazing. You know, um, no matter how frustrated I get with the way things are going, uh, I just try to take a step back and think about um, what ten-year-old little Garrett McGinn would say right now. <laughs> you know, like this has been my dream for such a long time, and and I'm gonna take it with the ups and downs. And I love everything I do. And that's the biggest thing, man. It's like I can say I'm doing something that I love, whether it's in Buffalo, uh, whether it's in North Carolina, 
Florida, no matter where it's at, at the end of the day, like, I'm living my dream. I'm playing a sport that I love. I'm doing what I love and just trying to uh, keep doing that. I'm going to try and do that as long as possible. It's been hectic. It's been frustrating. Um, but it's been some of the best years of my life, and I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Gary McGinn joining us. Uh, you can check him out coming up uh, pretty soon. USFL uh, is coming back, and he'll be a part of the New Jersey Generals. And Garrett, uh, I, I rehash this with you every time you're on. And I don't, I don't know you personally. I know enough about you to know you have a great sense of humor, and you, you you're you're very mature, and you you were during your time here because. It was not the best of times as far as wins and losses go. And you, because of your personality and because of your play on the field, were kind of we're almost the mouthpiece of the ECU football team. And we came to you for interviews. You 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 looked us in the eye and knocked it out every single time. And and I say it every time your name comes up, I'll always appreciate that and respect that about you. But Garrett, you you kinda had to learn at least from a football perspective, and and you can take things from uh, from football and, and compare it to to real life. But you kind of had to to grow up pretty quick here at East Carolina and go through some adversity and and almost be the face and the mouthpiece of that adversity. So uh, I don't know, Garrett. You, you take positives from everything that that happens in your life. What did you take from that experience? There was some good times. I don't want it to sound like it was all bad, but you were uh, able to handle a lot of adversity uh, when you were here at ECU. Yeah, I mean, there's no shying away from that. It definitely was a rough stint um, athletically from the football program perspective. But, man, like, everybody goes through that. Every university, every team, everybody goes through trials and tribulations. And it's just it's all about how you face those trials and tribulations, man. You can either go about it with a sour attitude and just be a negative Nancy all the time, or you can go about it, take what's going to you, take your licks and the chin and – get back up every time you get knocked down and learn from it. And that's the biggest thing um, about my entire experience at ECU. I had a blast. Um, love that university. Love Greenville. That place is going to forever be home for me. And it made me true. It truly made me into the man I am today. And I just can't express enough gratitude to that place because it definitely has a special place in my heart. And it's just one of those things where, to me personally, like, I'm going to do – I knew I was doing something I love. I was surrounded by guys that I love that are some of my best friends, brothers for life, and I just couldn't help but, like, focus on the positives, you know? Like, if you focus on the negatives, like, that's what your whole life's going to be. Like, what you put into this world is what you're going to get out of it. And if you're going to be – all I can say is, like, what I hope that my time from East Carolina can reveal was like when people think about Garrett McGinn or whatever, like during my time there, I just want people to think that, you know what, that guy worked hard. He gave everything he had and he did it with a smile on his face because at the end of the day, like that was home for me and I want that place to succeed so bad. And I've had the biggest grin on my face watching these guys play and develop and become better and just, getting ECU back to the levels that we know it can be at. 
I was going to get there next, Garrett. I was going to say you had to be fired up watching this team get back to bowl eligibility, uh, You know, winning seven games. Unfortunately, we're not able to compete in the military bowl due to BC pulling out. But, man, you, you had to be fired up. Uh, not only see the wins, but how about the ground game? Keaton Mitchell running for 1,000 yards. Uh, you had uh, another good year from Rajay Harris behind that O-line. Uh, that, that had to, to fire you up watching Pirate football last season. It dang sure did, man. Watching that run game blossom up, watching them big hogs up front do some work, man. It was it was really fun to watch. They got some special backs back there, and that offensive line you could you could tell just grew and matured and um, kind of came together. And you just saw things start clicking. You see, and from the outside looking in, like you can see that culture change. You see guys are just playing hard um, day in and day out. Guys are in the right positions. There's not a lot of uh, penalties, that kind of thing. So it was very fun watching them play. And uh, them boys over in BC just didn't want to smoke, man. That's that's (laughs) what it is. Garrett, uh, when you saw a young Deontay Smith uh, come to campus, come to Greenville, did you say ever think, hey, that guy's going to be playing in the Super Bowl in a few years? How about Deontay and the Bengals making it? I tell you what, man, from the second that kid got on campus, I knew I knew he was special. I knew he could play. Um, he's a smart. He's a big, strong, smart guy. Had a great attitude, and I just knew that if he when that when it clicks, it's really gonna click. And me and him have stayed in touch. We've gotten really close, even during my time away from ECU. And I've honestly shed some tears watching that watching that man live out his dreams. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of that guy. I thought he played his tail off this year uh he's faced some adversity and just watching him grow from the (laughs) from the big old georgia boy with glasses maturing into a to a man and um it's been amazing to watch that's one of my brothers for life Gary McGinn joining us. Uh, it still has the NFL dreams, and he's on the right path because he's headed to the USFL. And and now, Garrett, I feel like I'm going to ask you questions, and it, it feels like when I talk to the minor league baseball players and they don't have a lot of answers. We'll see what kind of answers you have right now. So what's your, what's your next move as far as you know, training, practice? Have you talked to coaches? Have you talked to teammates? Like, do you have an agenda on uh, what the next month or so is like for you? What's going on with you? Yeah, man, I got I got some answers for you on that. I've talked to a couple of the guys. I'm actually friends with some of the guys that got drafted alongside with me um, this past year uh, when I got released from Jacksonville. I had an opportunity to to head up to Canton, Ohio, which is football royalty, and partake in this uh, academy called the NFL Alumni Academy. And basically what it is is um, a place where free agents can go to train, stay in shape, do position-specific stuff. So I was out there doing O-line drills, staying in shape, staying ready. And some of the guys that I was up there working with are now some of my teammates. So that's an amazing feeling knowing I'm going in with guys that I'm familiar with um, and I'm really excited to get to work. Um, as of right now, the next month entails uh, training. Uh, I trained out. Holy cow, I just said, oh, uh, like five times. <laughs> I thought you were a veteran at this, man. Right? What's going on? You got me all flustered, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be training down in Naples uh, for the next couple weeks. You got a trainer down there that I love. Anthony Tumbarillo does a great job. I'll be down there with an old ECU. Pirate, one of my best friends, Gardner Minshew. So I'll be putting in work 
paintings getting ready, so I'm in game shape, so I'm ready to go. Um, at the end of this month, camp will roll around, and then we'll be playing games around the second week of April. That's awesome. More football on the way. Uh, that's exciting stuff. Garrett, and I always have to throw in a Minshew question every time you're on. What was the deal with the, the samurai sword thing he was rocking a month or so ago? <laughs> well, uh, his grandfather was, and I don't want to butcher any of the details, but he was a black belt back in the day. And that was just some of the memorabilia <laughs> and stuff that he had collected. And so when he was on started his road trip he swung by his grandparents house and he was gifted that so wow in Gardner Minshew fashion he had to he showed you what it was yes sir Cobra Kai Minshew out there uh doing his uh his cantata, I believe it, it used to be called for my, my buddies in karate. Um, all right, Garrett, and uh, with the options that you have uh, for playing professional football, there, there are a lot out there. Some are better than others. Did you ever think of, of maybe heading north of the border to Canada? I mean, one of your, your old teammates, Deshaun Amos, is having a great career up there uh, in Canada right now. He, he's an all-star, and I think he's uh, joining a new team this year, Toronto. But, Garrett, was there any thought for you uh, heading to Canada, or were you kind of sticking here to the States? No, there was definitely uh, thoughts and talks about going up there. We were strongly considering it, and then this new opportunity came about. One thing that makes this USFL League really appealing to me and a lot of other players is that you play during a time in which you can play your games, get film out to build your resume, and by the time you're done, you're in time to get signed to a possible NFL team. Right. And that was one of the things that uh, appealed to me was just being able to go out, play football, and with still having the opportunity of going to the NFL. If I were to go to the CFL, I'd have to go out there for a year, and that's just a longer process. Now, granted, it all all roads lead to the same place. It's all about just how you get there. But me and my agent thought that this was one of the best opportunities for us right now. And the CFL is definitely something that I would consider going forward, seeing how everything plays out. Garrett McGinn joining us. And, uh, Garrett, man, we, we look forward to watching you play. This is going to be readily available to to watch on TV all the games, so I'm excited about that. I'll, I'll, I was going to pick a team. I guess I'll have to be a Jersey fan uh, since you're on that team. And uh, Garrett, how about post-football? H- have you thought about that? I know you have law enforcement um, with your mother uh, there as a background. Uh, have you thought about one day, Garrett, this giant big kid you are is going to have to join the real world? Or maybe not. Maybe you'll find a way to just keep smiling through life and, and have fun but have you thought about your post playing days and uh, what you're going to be doing I have Cliff. I've thought about multiple different avenues um, some of the things I want to get into uh, I have a passion for cooking and um, if you ask some of the people that I've cooked for I like to think I'm pretty good they might say it's trash but to my face they said it was pretty good um, so that could be something I could consider you know, I'm a very big people person. Yeah. I love, and I love cooking for people, love seeing the looks on their face when they eat something that you've created. So that hmm. would be something. Um, there's all kinds of different avenues. Thought about the coaching world um, and kind of what you piggybacked on with my mom. My mom does work in law enforcement, and that's something that I think I could see myself doing just because 
the type of person I am. Like, I want to help people. And there's no denying there's no denying what's gone on in America these past couple of years and really for a long time now that there's something that needs to be needs to change no matter which way you look at it i'm not on here trying to get political with anybody but i think we can all agree on that there are some things that need to change and i think i could be a voice for that change of helping people treating people the right way and just doing what needs to be done and that could be something and i'm not saying that that's something i'm definitely going to do but it's definitely an avenue i thought about and i've talked to my mom about it and it's something that when that bridge comes we're going to cross it and see what happens and I've also thought about, like I said, the whole coaching world, and then yeah. I got so many different um, opportunities ahead of me. Just with the thing, with the knowledge that I've gained over these years, that like I just want. All I know is, long story short, I'm going to be doing something when I'm done playing football that helps people, and I want to wake up every day knowing that when I go to work, I'm impacting somebody's life for the better, and. That's kind of what I've always been about. That's why you always see me uh, with a smile on my face because, like, that's the first thing somebody sees when they look at you. It's either it's your facial expressions, it's the way you carry yourself. And I think people need more of that in their lives. It's just friendly, not friendliness, but just kindness and just understanding of what everybody's going through. And just that's something that I see myself doing, just knowing that I want to I want to help people at the end of the day. That's awesome. Uh, very impressive young man, Garrett McGinn. And uh, no doubt, yeah, you got your options open there. Whatever you do, I know you'll you'll uh, succeed at it. Garrett, I, I didn't know about the, the cooking thing. Are you more Hell's Kitchen or Top Chef? I'd love to see you on Hell's Kitchen getting screamed at by Gordon Ramsay. But then again, maybe kind of a laid-back Top Chef thing might be cool, too. What do you think? I mean, given my background, I think I could do both. <laughs> I'm in there with Hell's Kitchen, and I got – Mr. Ramsey barking down my barking <laughs> my back. I feel like it would be just like the football team. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett, um, no, nah, yeah, I, 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 I need, I gotta know. Everybody wants to know what's the hair situation like these days. Hey, she's still going. She's getting longer and thicker as ever. <laughs> I thought about cutting it a couple times, but been talked out of it. So she's still going right now. Good to know. Still waiting on my. Uh, still waiting on my deal from herbal essence garnier fruities any one of them I'm still, still waiting on my call i think my email must have got lost or something but i'm still rocking are you bummed out that the nil thing missed you by a few years garrett no doubt you would have been one of our go-to guys uh here at pirate radio of course i am yeah of course i would have loved to have been able to support some local companies local hair care products whatever anything i mean i think that would have been awesome and i'm so happy that these guys that are playing now have those opportunities and things like that it's truly it's truly awesome to see garrett great stuff as always man we'll let you run can't wait to see you play uh coming up in the usfl and uh we'll certainly keep in touch do this again down the road but you always put a smile on my face and i know the listeners faces as well uh garrett when you we hear your voice here on pirate radio so thanks so much for joining us today man we wish you nothing but the best obviously and uh we'll keep in touch with you uh garrett cliff thank you so much for having me on i appreciate you and my feelings were kind of hurt saying you don't really know me like that. And I'm over here thinking we're best buds. You know? <laughs> hey, look, as far as like former Pirates go, 
yeah we might as well be uh best buds but like i said i, I know enough about you i think and that's one thing about you honestly garrett is, is how open you were with us the media with the fans with everybody I, I i bet there's a lot of people that that think they know you that do know you uh that, that watched you play here at ecu you know what i'm saying I mean, I like to hope so. I mean, I know everything ain't always as appears, and there might be there's some things I keep close to my heart. Right. I'm an open book, man, and I try to be one of those guys that's what you see is what you get kind of thing. And um, I'm excited to go out here and have the opportunity to represent Fire Nation some more, and I hope I do it well. I mean, that place, like I said before, that place is home. Um, I'm going to do my best to try and get out of there for a game this year and hopefully see some see some of my old family up there, but uh, I can't express how much Pirate Nation means to me in ECU. I mean, it means so much to me. I got it tatted on me, so uh, it's all a part of my story. Man. Awesome. That's awesome stuff. Garrett, you're the man. We'll uh, we'll do this again down the road, buddy. No doubt, Cliff. Thank you so much, man. All right. I'm not a big New York, New Jersey sports fan. Don't like any teams from there, but... I guess I'm a New Jersey general now. Does this mean that you're going to have to be all in on the USFL? I don't think I can give my full heart to the league like I did the AAF, but I will be rooting for Garrett McGinn and the okay. generals. How about That's that? That's fair. That's fair. I will keep uh, tabs on generals games. I'll, Although, I'll I got to be there. honest with you, I would have given anything to be able to see Garrett McGinn promote local hair care products. <laughs> That would have been outstanding. He's got the locks for it, that's for sure. Oh, and he definitely had them in college, too. Yeah. Him and Bryce Williams both. That's right. Uh, A couple. I like to surround myself myself with great hair people. (laughs) Like contact uh, content. Content junkie. Content junkie. Junkie. Got some nice hair going. Chandler, uh, you said you're getting a haircut soon. You got a nice little thing going on top there. I don't like what's going on on top, on top right now. You don't like having a lot of hair. Nah, bro. your your lettuce is a little because well the wind takes it wherever it wants to and then like well, I could walk that much hair. Look, I could walk outside. I could walk out the front door right now and come back in and my hair would be like this. All right, you're starting to sound like Troy here. You don't have that much hair that it's affecting it that much. You're being a little dramatic here. Now I got to get it cut. All right, get it sliced. I got to get mine cut as well. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Double B, Brian Bailey will join us on this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with more. Uh, by the way, if you want to jump into our raffle, you can still do so. Robert, the latest to get in. Uh, but we got Tyler, Scott, Newton, Zach, Robert, John, Saber's Edge, Robert. They're all in. So uh, jump in now. Like, subscribe on YouTube. And type in your number between 1 and 100. We'll have a drawing coming up in Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Double B, Brian Bailey joins us after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live now back to the show 
Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. I just saw on Twitter, uh, NFL, the uh, NFL account posted a couple hours ago that 14 years ago today, Chris Johnson ran his iconic 424 40-yard dash. And it got me thinking we're about to talk to Bailey. Hey, Bailey was uh, part of that Pirate Radio Combine we did years ago. Yeah, I remember that. So this was 2008 Pirate Radio Combine. And uh, I've got our 40-yard dash times. Let's welcome on Brian Bailey to the Pirate Radio Live line. Double B, how you doing today, man? Not too bad. I remember my time was uh, one day, six hours, <laughs> and 23 minutes. Now, this is before Bailey got all slim and trim like he is now. Yeah. So I'm not going to run him again, but uh, I'm going to go through the names and the numbers here real quick. Right. Starting with the fastest. Chris Stansberry, Stans Bailey, ran a five-two-two. He was running from his wife. <laughs> Alan Thomas. Funny. Alan Thomas. So I was just playing. Alan Thomas ran a five-four-three. He was running from political enemies. <laughs> Who's he running from, Bailey? <laughs> Ellerby in Crocs ran a five two uh five seven two. Shirley Rhodes under six five nine eight. Troy D six oh four. Clip Brock a six one two. The voice Jeff Charles a six two one. Brian Bailey six four four. And Wes Hines six seven three. I'm glad Wes was there. I didn't finish last. Bailey, if we did that again, you'd smoke me. I don't know. I, I walk. I walk fast, but I don't run very fast. How about this one? How about Shirley? Uh, this is my favorite one. Bench press, a hundred pounds. Jeff Charles did a, did fifteen reps of two hundred and twenty five pounds. Good <laughs> lord. Alan Thomas did fifty one reps of a hundred pounds. Troy did at eighteen reps, a hundred. Shirley did four reps, a hundred. I did three. <laughs> Shirley Rose. Wait, wait, wait. See, the problem was, too, is because you, you had to bring the bar down and touch your chest. And see, I, I did more than four, but. Oh, some here of we them, go, Bailey. No, no, no. But some of them didn't count because I didn't come all well, the way they down. They don't count. You didn't do it right. Yeah. Huh? Shut up. I still did more than you. I, okay. I'm saying that. <laughs> Jeez, but I actually please. did do more than four. It's just some of them didn't count. What a day, uh, Double B. And I did not do, what was the, oh, the Gatorade chugging one? I did not participate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was you like, did not finish in that, it says, on our sheet. Uh, it's did not finish. It's called did not participate. DMP. I was like, I'm not chugging Gatorade. All right, so there you go. But we'll walk down memory lane there, Double B. You still, speaking of walking, uh, you are, you're getting a lot of walking in, aren't you? How many miles are you doing a week? uh my goal each week is to get in uh 25 that's the goal man so that gets you to 100 a month i got a thousand in last year for the calendar year that's awesome. the first time i've done it for a calendar year so yeah it's, it's, i tell you what man you get out there and, and it's early in the morning it's dark and you're dodging cars like frogger it's kind of fun. <laughs> okay he's making it a sport out there dodging cars good stuff <laughs> 
Bailey, how about uh, Joe Dooley after the game last night? That was classic. Uh, he used the terms tractor pull, rock fight. Uh, he described it perfectly. It was ugly. It was a pirate win. But, man, uh, it was uh, it was tough to watch at times uh, last night at Minji's. First time I heard this phrase, and a lot of people use it, when Skip Holt said, you know, it's an ugly baby, but it's our baby. And that was – it was – it was an ugly game last night. That's that's most certainly the, the case. But, you know, you look back at the history of Pirate basketball and winning seasons are so few and far between, two in the last 25 years, and now they've got a shot. I mean, they you know, they've got two regular season games to go. You know, if you take care of business in both of those games, which they very easily could, you know, you, you pretty much you, know, you clinch a winning season because you can't lose but one game in the tournament. So. Bailey, this is a topic out there, and we haven't talked about it much uh, on this show, but as far as Joe Dooley goes right now uh, and, and going into next year, he's got another year on his contract, but it's uh, it's time, uh, the way they do it, is to extend the contract or, or maybe look elsewhere for a new coach. Now, it takes two to tango. Does East Carolina want Joe Dooley back? Does Joe Dooley want to come back as coach? So, we're, you know, we still got two regular season games left and a conference tournament and we'll get to that discussion certainly in the offseason, but where do you think that stands as we speak here today on this Thursday? Well, you know, I, I haven't talked to anybody in the administration about it, really. Uh, I talked to Joe on a weekly basis, but he doesn't really, you know, say anything about the right. future. He kind of just talks about, you know, we did talk about some recruits that are in Eastern North Carolina, some of the players that I'm watching right now in the playoffs, and, you know, just you know, off the cuff, his opinion on some of those guys, but uh, really, it's it's really hard to tell because, I mean, you're looking at at uh, a very successful you know coach in, in the past that you know at Kansas you know he, he loves Kansas and if he gets a chance to go back there, you know I I personally think he would he would go back. Uh, it just depends on what the opportunities are and what you know and what's going on with East Carolina. You know if you if you have a winning record this year, that's a big feather in your cap. You know the the way to win in the American and. It, and Joe said it a number of times, is you have to get old and stay old. And they're trying to get old. But, you know, in this day of, you know, transfer portals and everybody jumping ship all the time, I mean, it's hard to do that. And we've seen some of the, the benefits of guys, you know, sticking around. You know, Tremont Robinson-White had a good year. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Newton's had a good year. I mean, Brandon Suggs, you know, we saw how, how this team went downhill when Brandon Suggs was hurt. And so, you know, he brings a toughness to the crowd. I mean, that was a tough game last night. You had to be tough to survive that, baby. And, <laughs> and the Pirates did. Hey, and shout out to the fans. They had to be tough to stick through it the whole time. Yeah. I was almost laughing at Chandler and I up there. Chandler, you remember it was ugly. We were laughing to hide the tears at times. But, man, sure enough, it got loud down the stretch. Like, the Pirate fans stuck with it, it and did. said – and I kind of said it on Twitter that I chose this ECU basketball life, so I'm going to live it to the fullest. And kudos to the fans. It was not a packed house or anything, but dang if it didn't get loud down the stretch last night. Oh, made it fun. Brett Oliveira on Twitter, the owner of Sut Dogs, even said when Luigi did the <laughs> ran the court uh, at the point, basically, uh, that's when the crowd kind of got loud, and that's when uh, – you know, the atmosphere was great in Menji's last night, and the Pirates were able to pull it out. So, uh, yeah, definitely ugly, but like Brian Bailey said and Skip Holt said, it was an ugly baby, but it's our baby. And listening to Dooley after the game, Bailey, one thing that could make him leave East Carolina and leave basketball altogether is if Luigi DeBoe keeps bringing the ball to the court like that. He got a great line for the coaches' show this week because I asked him about it. 
And he had a great line that uh, Stephen Igo tweeted out, yeah. about, you know, trying to get his realtor's license. But he, he, I asked him, I said, I said Coach, it kind of looked like that, that Luigi was the giraffe running from the Lion King on that. And he said, I kind of hope that Cheetah was going to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Luigi. I tell you what, though, Bailey, he busts his tail every, every second he's out there, don't he? Yeah, and, and, and Joe I thought he was going to do a Euro step, but that would have, he would have ended up out of bounds somewhere. Hey, I said earlier, there's a, a universe, an alternate reality where he finishes that with a dunk, Bailey, and brings oh, the house man. down. That would have been that would have been classic. <laughs> I like Luzi. He's always been super nice to yeah. me when I talk to him, and just a good guy. And yeah, you know, it's you know, people think that when you're that tall, you should be able to play basketball, and that's just not the case. I mean, you have to work on your craft, and you know, we see glimpses every once in a while when he puts it all together and. and Hopefully he'll continue to improve. Helped him on the defensive end last night down the stretch against their big man who had a, a big night last night for USF. So Pirates get the sweep, and they'll go for another one coming up on uh, Saturday as they'll take on Tulsa at Menji's Coliseum. Pirate baseball getting on the right track, Double B, with the win over Campbell, and they got a big series coming up. I know Cliff Godwin and his guys feeling a lot better rolling into practice uh, today than they did, say, on uh, on Monday, right? Say on Monday about the uh, or Tuesday about the fourth inning, fifth inning. Yeah, right. At the fifth, you don't you don't have a hit yet, but they uh, they put it together and they came through and and you knew they would. I mean, they're just a very talented baseball team, and you know, as as the coaches, you know, they often say things that we say well, that's a cliche, but I agree a hundred percent when the basketball coaches or Mike Houston or the football, baseball, whatever, you know, winning's hard, and because everybody you know, like. Coach Logan used to say the old team practice is hard too, and you know win- winning is hard. And I don't think any of us saw, you know, Bryant coming to town and taking three. I think I could kind of see them losing one, and and maybe you know after the first game, obviously get blown out. I thought, well, hell, you know, Bryant may win the series, which they did. But I don't think any of us saw a sweep right there. But you know, now you got to bounce back and learn from it. I think that's what they're doing. Double B, Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, before we let you go, uh, set the stage if you can. I know it's a ton of teams out there, but what are you watching as far as the basketball playoffs roll on with round two coming up? Round two tonight and then round three is Saturday night. So they've quick they've turnaround. It up where, yeah, we, where you've got to, you know, you got to be ready to play. Tonight, Marvel Central's boys and girls both host games. Uh, the boys take on Trask and the girls take on a very good Southwest Onslow team. That's really a really good game. Uh, Kinston's boys are at home tonight against Washington. Kinston's the two seed in a two A bracket in the East, and Barnwell Central, of course, is the one seed. They could play down the line. What a matchup that would be! Uh, South Central's girls and boys are both at home tonight. The Falcons take on Northern Nash, and South Central is also a number one seed. They're in the number one seed in the three A East bracket, and the South Central ladies take on E.E. E. Smith and D.H. Conley's boys are at home. Their girls are on the road, but Conley's boys take on Pinecrest. Pinecrest a 23 seed. Conley had a weird game the other night. In the fourth quarter, they're up 27 to 26. And they go on a 9-0 run to win by 10. But that was a strange game for the for the Vikings. And they're kind of up and down offensively. I mean, you know, they, they really struggled against South Central. You know, the, the first time they played them, they played twice in a matter of, you know, a week. And the second time they played them, they, they really played well and, and beat them and shared the conference championship. So, We'll have to see what Rob Maloney and company have in store for those uh, Vikings tonight. But it should be a big night tonight. We had a great, great coverage on Tuesday night. Uh, lots of games, lots of games coming up tonight. So stay up late with us tonight. Good deal, BB. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, uh, we'll let you run. Did you see the uh, 
the Troy Aikman news where he could be jumping to Monday Night Football for a, a big-time deal. And that's going to be weird, obviously, to see him and Buck apart. But I thought Aikman was headed to Amazon for some weeknight NFL coverage. But he may go the ESPN Monday Night Football route. That, that'd be, a, a, I think, a big get for ESPN as they're – they have been searching for years and years, uh, right, Bailey, to, to try to find some star power there to make Monday night a big deal again. Yeah, and I thought they kind of had gone away from trying to get the star power, but they've had the last couple of years because those guys were solid. They just didn't have, you know, the star power. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, when I think of star power, I think of when I was a kid and Howard Cosell in the booth and Dandy Don Meredith, and, uh, you know, and, and that was star. Howard Cosell was star power. But uh, having Troy Aikman on a Monday night, that would be that'd be kind of cool. I mean, that would be, you know, add to the uh, ESP. I don't know who they would pair him with. That's right. a question, too. Yeah, because I kind of I thought, like you said, Riddick and uh, and Greasy were pretty good as color guys. All and uh, the Mannings, I believe, will be back. Bailey, I really enjoyed that every time they were on. I watched the Mannings. So trying to make Monday Night Football a uh, a big deal again. Troy Aikman could be a part of it. All right, BB, thanks for joining us, man. Have a great rest of your week weekend, and uh, we'll see you, man. We'll see you uh, everywhere this weekend, right? Men, G's, Clark, Leclaire. It's a big sports weekend. Big sports weekend it is. Can't wait. All right, man. There is Brian Bailey joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. When we return, we'll wrap up Hour 2. What? 5, 6, and below win NFL team could make a playoff run and make a Super Bowl. Next year, we'll go over some options. And I bring that up because... I think you'll be surprised to hear who are the fourth most bet team to win the Super Bowl next year. That was pretty good. According to the number of tickets at Caesars Sportsbook, we'll uh, we'll talk a little NFL and tell you what celebrity had an incredible high school baseball career when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carryout deal of all three topping pizzas for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, wrapping up hour number two here on Pirate Radio Live. A couple of things to uh, to take care of. So I saw this earlier this hour. Somebody had posted out uh, that a, a a local celebrity. Let me welcome in. Troy. Speaking of local celebrities, Troy D's here. Hey, Troy. <laughs> hey, Clip. How are you? Good to see you, man. You know what? What? I think I like your shirt. Oh, th- well, thank you, Clip. I appreciate that. It's mighty nice for you to say. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. I like your hat. You got it. No, thank you. Yeah. This uh, is one of my fancier shirts. To I usually I don't wear this to work, but I was just kind of feeling it today. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I saw this Troy D. That one. If I say the name, Jimmy Donaldson. Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I've met Jimmy. 
He's a local guy. We have interacted before. Cool. My kids were just at his warehouse. Really? Yesterday. Yeah. He is probably better known. Should I not spill the beans? Yeah, spill the oh. beans. He's better known to regular folks as Mr. Beast. Well, course, Troy D. I, I call him Jimmy. I never knew this, but apparently Mr. Beast, Jimmy Donaldson, was an absolute beast on the diamond. Yeah, he played uh, Greenville Little League. Played Greenville Little League. Yeah. And I have his stats from his Greenville Christian Academy career. Yeah, he's a he's a baseball guy. For his career. No, I didn't I didn't know he was that good. I he, just knew he played. He hit four twenty four. Wow. And seventy games played in his career. <laughs> Dare I say he was a beast? Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Was that supposed to be funny? Yep. <laughs> Eighty one hits in seventy games, sixty five RBI. Sorry, you still laughing? Chandler's I literally crack, said Chandler's cracking me. Up. He's a beast on the diamond oh, like five I, seconds ago. You did? Oh, I missed it. I know. You were Sorry. gearing up for yours. I know. I was so focused on my punchline, I missed your setup. Uh sorry. And, it happens to the best. Yeah, I, was, I know. No, I know how you feel, Chandler. <laughs> 65 RBIs in 70 games. You can count on basically wow. an RBI game when Mr. Beast is uh, is at the dish. Man. So uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Mr. Beast was a beast on the diamond. Yeah. Uh, now, Chandler. Now The, the this, funny thing is, Jimmy, looks, other than like the goatee, he looks the same. Yeah, I got to say, I, when I see him now, and I didn't know him then. Well, the dude's only like, what, 22 right now? I mean, he's not or 23. I don't even know how. He didn't look like, he doesn't like the the greatest athlete, but looks right. are deceiving. Yeah. Because he well, that's very good. Think about baseball. I see some of these like little tiny kids play baseball, and then bam. I mean, they're, they're you know, hitting dingers. That's true. You Parker know? Bunch. I mean, look. Parker Bunch. Well, you see Parker Bunch. You may not say, man, that is a athlete right there. But on the diamond, dude's a dinger hitter. That's right. He hits dingers. Uh, so this was on his Max Preps page, which is pretty cool that you can still find Mr. Beast wow. on Max Preps. He had one. Chandler said, hey, you want to you wanna hear my stats? It's like, hell yeah, pull them up. So Chandler, do we have your high school baseball stats? Uh, yes, this is from my senior year. What is this on? Like your high school, or is this Max Preps? Max Preps. Chandler's got a Max Preps page. How about so, that? Uh, in 18 games played, I counted the schedule. How many games were on the schedule? There was 19, and I was like, I missed a game. I did. I went to a prom at our rival high school. Classic Chandler Man. to miss out on Jeez. something important. You got to get um, your priorities straight, son. Yeah. So you missed it, a game. It, for it, that? it was a, it was against a team that was really really bad. I hope she was hot. I like she was. That. She I was a good looking I girl. I think you made the right call. But uh, so in my uh, in my let senior me guess. Year, let me guess. What position did you play? First base. What or where did you hit in the order? Probably in the middle, like somewhere in the middle, fifth, sixth. All right, I want to say you hit three sixty. I was gonna say like three fifteen. Uh, y'all, y'all are over. I batted two eighty six. It's pretty good for a major leaguer. Uh, so I batted two eighty six and at with fifty six plate appearances, forty nine at bats. I had eight runs. I had fourteen hits. I had ten runs batted in. I had one double because I'm not the fastest. I had six walks. I struck out seven times. I was hit by a pitch one time. All right. Slugging percentage three oh six. On base plus slugging percentage, six eighty one. Was this your high school senior year? Yeah. How long ago was this? Uh, Twenty sixteen. I'm just. Why is it still like online? Is it, it once the they put out there, it stays up, uh, up there forever? Yeah. Like they just don't never take it down. Mm-mm. 
the same reason uh this is online troy d are numbers from the 2008 pirate radio combine that i posted earlier today oh i missed that i've been so busy today i have not been online today well, i posted it 17 minutes ago oh okay well uh chris johnson ran his 424 14 years ago today so i was like hey we ran the 40 we did we and did. i found it online how long ago did we do the 2008 so this is 14 years ago wow yeah now now what would be interesting to me is if we did the exact same events mm. again this year yeah. and then we see our times and our you know how much we lifted or whatever it was i now what did i run the 40 in 604 i think you'd break I, six this time yeah i think i'd actually be faster now than i was then i agree what, what are some of the other things did we have them or just curious i remember we did how high you could jump uh we did some type of uh how many times you could bench a certain amount yeah i read off those numbers earlier yeah um but it's okay i i just to me it would be fascinating if we got the, a group together the same group and we did it again yeah we'll uh tell you what let's take a break we'll come back we'll uh we'll go over some of these numbers troy d and uh we'll talk ecu basketball as joe dooley called it a tractor pull a rock fight last night in Minji's. looks like i'm about was, to die in that picture it was not a goat rodeo though it was, i guess it was far worse than a goat rodeo God, this is hilarious yeah. these photos i forgot about this ellerby ran in crocs Got a great how shot of ellerby's ashy ankles how far he has come and look wow. at the voice this, this is, is well stuff. before his uh, f3 days i bet ellerby's stronger now yeah good point yeah. All right, let's West, take a break. Wes Hines, I remember him running, and he had the gimpy leg that, like, kicked out, like, when he ran. It was... This is some amazing stuff. Look at that. I got look quite athletic right there. I don't know how high I'm getting, but, man, that's an athletic move right there. What they call an athletic move. I should share this picture and ask, does this guy look athletic? And I'm going to say the majority so, say no. Wow, that's after my Euro step right there. And you don't know what that even means. We'll take a time out. Come back. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown & Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina for over 80 years. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or you can visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown & Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, Troy D and I, it's like when you go to your parents and break out the uh, the photo books. <laughs> that was the best break we've ever had. A walk down memory oh lane. God. We did it the whole time, too. There's a ton of photos in there. A lot of old shots. Of I haven't looked at that in, in probably a decade. Myself, Troy D, Ellerby, <laughs> Wes Hines, Shirley Rhodes, the whole crew. God, we had some great times back then. Great times. Where have all the good times gone, Clip? I'm still having good times. I know, but they're just different good times now. Yeah. Yeah. Those Sometimes, Troy D, you don't know that you're living the good old days as they're happening. I know That's I didn't true. say that right, but there's a phrase that goes something like that. Sounds like a country song. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know. All right, Troy Until D, gone. Clip Brock here. Uh, we'll have a drawing coming up soon. We got your numbers here on YouTube. Oh, uh, I, we'll I thought you were raffle. 
like an artwork drawing. You're the artiste. Yeah, we're going to do a drawing. You should start doing like a sketch of every show you're in. Actually, that was Alan Thomas. He did. Gimmick. He loved to draw. Yeah, he, yeah, he was pretty good. I was more of a painter back then. Okay. All right. Abstract or? I was abstract, yes. Okay. Yeah. You're an abstract guy. <laughs> True. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, You mean like abstract art? Yeah. Uh, how do I define it? It's, it's like using weird shapes and stuff. Yeah, like well, very it, random art. Yeah, correct. It could just be shapes and colors. You could throw and some design. paint on a wall. Yeah. Be, there, that's abstract. So no offense, but yeah. anybody could do it. Anybody can do it, but that doesn't mean they do it right or do it good. Good point. You're right. But basically anybody could probably do an abstract painting if they had the right tools and uh, equipment. There you go. Yeah. All right. There's your artiste update. Troy D, how about a basketball update? It's like anybody could shoot a hoop in a basketball you know in a gym that doesn't make them a basketball player you know i saw some of that last night in minji's coliseum <laughs> great analogy great segue could, you could walk into minji's today throw up a hoop you know and it, it, just because anybody can do it doesn't mean they do it good I, again yeah. i know what you mean yeah we witnessed it last night don't take it from me take it from the head coach of the pirates joe dooley shirley hit his opening comments after east carolina's four-point win over south florida um that was a tractor pull be a, maybe an accurate thing. It was ugly. Um, I thought South Florida played really hard. I thought they were the kids were engaged, and they've had been at a little bit of a rough stretch, as you know. I think um, we were very immature in our not recognizing that every game is zero zero, and that what happens previously doesn't matter in the next game. And that, that's a, a lack of maturity. We got to do a better job educating our guys, and we got to do a better job of listening to that because you can have a little feel today that we you know we we felt pretty good about ourselves when you know it was a it was a rock fight down there too and um until the end of the game we, we made some boneheaded plays we, sh- we shot it when we should have passed it passed it when we should have shot it um but we came up with some plays to, to to finally finish and thank god for the free throw line uh, Pirates won last night, by the way, Troy. <laughs> yeah. Joe Dooley, not happy. Yeah, that would have been a great game to play if you didn't watch the game. Yeah. Guess whether Pirates win or lose. We're going to play a post-game comment for you. That that would be a new trivia contest. Uh, let me tell you what I love about Dooley. First of all, you know me. You've, you've worked with me long enough. You get to know me a little bit. You know, I would say you know me. And you know that I... know I, who you are, yes. You know I love what? Well, you love when, words. You love analogies. There you, you go. I, I didn't even have to say it. You, exactly. People. Yeah. Yeah. I love an analogy. Yeah. I love to compare things. Yeah. And, and I, some would say I'm the king of analogies. Some say, I don't know who, but some say. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, you, you don't know who, but. No, some but, say. Some say. Right. Um, but I love the analogies that Dooley gives. Like the, the, last night, it's this, this was a tractor pull. A I tractor love, pull. I love before it was a real goat rodeo. Yeah, a total uh, goat rodeo. You got a double one in the uh, last night in that opening comment. It was also a rock fight. So you got tractor pull and rock fight in one opening comment. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love how he compares it to things. And I like that I don't have to get up here with and Chandler. We were at the game and talk about how ugly it was when the coach can just say it himself. Yeah, yeah. he so says it's it not for us. Like us bashing no, the no. performance. I, but look, it's him. I'll take an ugly win every night. Sure, if you can get it. I, I am versus a pretty loss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a pre, like, and what are those like? When we go to Durham or Chapel Hill, play yeah. tough. Oh yeah. When we go to Memphis or and like play tight down the road and, and lose. Pee. 
Yeah, let's yeah. take it's an a- ugly win. Let's take one of those. Yeah. Uh, I still find it astonishing that this East Carolina team thinks you're too good. <laughs> that is I, cra- that's crazy. I, I still can't get my brain wrapped around that they think because we they are. beat South Florida last week, Troy, they're just going to roll the ball out and win. They thought yeah. that last night. Yeah. How long have you watched ECU basketball? Uh, have they ever been good enough 30, to 30 think they years. could beat anybody? So over, last over night, thir- ECU 33 basketball years. Yeah. thought no. their bleep don't stink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Hey, guys, wake up. <laughs> Wake up, look at the standings, look at where we are. You always want to have some confidence, but you don't want to have... There's <laughs> yeah. a fine line between confidence and too much yeah. cockiness. No doubt. Yeah. But hey, they got the W. Uh, best part of the night last night, Troy D, was uh, ECU center Luigi Debo. I want to hear that cut again uh, because Joe, <laughs> Joe used another great phrase, another great line. This is Steven Igo asking about the sequence where Luigi Debo was dribbling the ball up the court and turned it over, cut 11. What was going through your mind when Luigi uh, tried to be point guard for a few possessions, taking out the court? I was thinking that maybe I should get my realtor's license and, and, and not have to watch this. But, but this even plays like that. I mean, it was just a, it's a simple, and he doesn't do that. He's a, he's a, he, he, he has good intentions, but that's just a simple. I mean, everybody on the bench is yelling wolf. There's people in the arena yelling wolf. Pick up the dribble. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we, those are the plays you can't have. Those are the plays that, that make us... You know, that make us look silly and when we know better. Oh, I was going to say, he did grab some big plays. I mean, he was three. He, he, and then the, the last three or four possessions, they couldn't throw the ball in the post. Those were big plays. He did a really good job on Chiba. Uh, two or three possessions, they were down there battling. He did a really good job. We put him on defense and then we took him out and put Zellin on offense. But he, he really battled Chiba and, and limited the touches the last two or three minutes. They weren't able to throw the ball in the post, which helped us a lot. All right. Oh Did you hear gosh. Joe Dooley can now list your house with Remax? If you go to Wikipedia, it says real estate agent. Oh, somebody updated his Wikipedia. Oh, it, 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 still it says oh, it. God, that is so funny. Yeah, let me tell you. Oh, that is hilarious. I wish I could have gotten my real estate license. Oh, I wouldn't have to see, I have this. To see this. I mean, I was dying I mean, laughing last night. I got it. Current position. Oh, my God. Title, real estate agent, East Carolina. Yeah, let me screenshot. I got to copy that, take a picture of that. That yeah. is too funny. I can't believe it's that easy to update a Wikipedia page yeah um that is hilarious now i gotta tell you uh joe was on fire last night with <laughs> yeah. the uh post game yeah. good stuff right there That's uh, some of, this has been some of his best material of the of the year i like it and the fact that he said luji has good intentions good intentions. He, he, mean, he, he, means he means well, well. Yeah, that, that's coach speak for bless his heart yeah exactly that's a bless your heart right there so wow uh it was uh it was an ugly one but the pirates win last night uh, back home coming up Saturday. Last home game of the season. They'll be taking on Tulsa. Uh, Troy D on the baseball front. Good to see the Pirates bounce back in a big way. Ryder Giles specifically. Three hits the other day. And ECU's victory over Campbell. And uh, you, you got to get one before you can start stacking them up. And hopefully that's the uh, start of something big for this team. Can't have a streak without one. No. So now they can work on getting number two. And that's all you got to do. I and mean, we talked to the players on Monday about that. You know, just, just staying focused and putting last weekend behind them. They had a know. confidence that was not cocky, Troy, coming off a sweep. Obviously, they weren't cocky. But like Zach Agnos, remember when he came in, he was like, Hey boys, we're about to have a big week of baseball. I, I felt better after talking to those guys. I, I like agree. I was like, I think we're the ones that needed the pep talk, not them. Like, I don't, You're right. Going into Monday, I was like, man, we're gonna have to pump these guys up. Clip, they're gonna be coming all down. I was like, I think we were more depressed than they were. I agree. I don't think Zach Agnos ever stopped smiling. By the yeah. way, he does have a very positive outlook 
towards everything. You know, very upbeat guy. I like that. I like to be around people like that. No doubt. Uh, and now the Tar Heels coming up, Troy D, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two in Chapel Hill, well, and then one on Sunday here. And we said, you know, we said on Monday, you know, East Carolina goes and wins their next four games. It's a totally different discussion on Monday. Then all of a sudden, you know, the doom and gloom that was here last weekend, and I'm not saying they're going to sweep the Tar Heels. If they I, do, all but, is forgiven, all is forgotten. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Let's win the series. But, yeah, but let's let's just, hey, let's start with just Friday. Let's get one there, and then that builds the confidence that much more, and then take it into Saturday, and then you got a home Sunday. Pirates uh, will play home Sunday, and then again uh, Friday and Saturday on the road at Boschmer. A little worried about the weather forecast Sunday. Oh, what do we got? Doom and gloom. But it's and now it's upticking even more. Seventy percent chance of showers on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, All in right. Greenville. And Yikes. I'm not saying it can't change, and I'm not canceling the game. I'm just and it could be a morning deal because I don't have the time of when it's going to rain right Let's now. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Let's see. <laughs> um, are you seventy percent? Right uh, you work. Uh, maybe I should ask you this off the air. Are you on, working tomorrow, Troy? On a positive, <laughs> I was just going to tell you, Clip, eighty-one degrees and sunny tomorrow that's why i'm asking the question what is the date it's going to be the atlantic beach here comes troy (sighs) are you working tomorrow troy d (laughs) i got to well first of all uh this is a long answer it's uh, not yeah i wish i could take a mental health day and not but i've got too much responsibilities and too many things to do we're first of all uh we're starting our day we've built a new podcast center here at our uh, world headquarters. Pirate Radio Podcast Center. So we are, um, we've got a new venue to record podcasts in addition to here. We can always use our main studio, but now we've got, let's say you're on the air club. Yeah. And we need to do a podcast. So now we have multiple Love it. ways to record. So we're going to break out the new podcast center equipment with our first podcast <laughs> recording tomorrow with Wes Hines. So I'm coming in to do that because you know how he was here last week, Friday, with you. What That's a way to get it going. And, and that was a doozy, and I'm sure this podcast <laughs> will also be a doozy. So, wait, wait, wait. I, so is Wes setting up the equipment? He's the guest? And is he... Well, a- well, here's the deal. So, you know, Wes does a lot of stuff behind the scenes for us. We, we, John and I laid out what we wanted, how it needed to be, and kind of here's the game plan. No, Wes, boom, you go execute it. We gave him a deadline of tomorrow to get everything working right which i do believe he's got a birthday coming up if i'm not mistaken sometime soon it's tomorrow yes all right that's right (laughs) so this coincide that's why we gave the deadline the only reason i know that is because wes shares the same birthday as my mother all right duh tomorrow and you've been working with him for so that's right so we we said we gave the deadline as his birthday and it was a friday and at the time i gave him like three weeks to get everything put together and then we said, and we'll do the first podcast with you for your birthday. All right. You know, Wes, so it'll be me and Ellerby interviewing Wes for our, and we've done ton, uh, tons of podcasts and interviews, but this will be the first one on the new equipment setup. Just did one with Tree Rollins with Jeff Charles. Yeah. So, but that wasn't in the, on the podcast room. Nope. This will be a new, you know. Nope. So I got to start my day there. Got a meeting with CJ in the afternoon. You know, I got things I got to do, Clip. I got, you know, but I will say this. Will I be able to fade a little early? Come quitting time. (laughs) When you, he's out of here. I'm not saying I'm out of here, and I'm I plan to listen to PRL. But could I do that anywhere? Thanks to technology, yes. This I I'm, I'm starting to wonder. Should I head to the beach? 
Well, that was where I was I going know. with the whole thing. Yeah. 81. Summertime's calling me. God, who? I mean, in February, who would have thought that? Troy, I was, I was sorry. I was a little distracted while you But then it's going to be 55 Saturday, so it's, it's very short-lived. Yeah. I'll probably just so, enjoy it here in Greenville. I was a little distracted. I was sent some uh, urgent information that just in the time we were talking, there's been another update to Joe Dooley's Wikipedia page. <laughs> this just in. I'll read. Uh, so, Joseph Gerard Dooley III. Hmm. Is in his second stint as head men's basketball coach at, of the East Carolina University Pirates, having previously served as head coach from 95 to 99. Leader of the Goat Rodeo. <laughs> Leader be a total goat rodeo. of the Goat Rodeo <laughs> oh my God. is now on his Wikipedia page. So if y'all are out there doing this, be nice, but keep it uh keep I it think coming. they're listening to us. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, keep it fun. Yeah, I think we're helping to give them ideas. Leader great. of the goat rodeo. Yeah. Joe Dooley. And and one of the best coaches giving analogies. We should say that. Um some hey, whoever's doing this, can you put second best analogy giver behind Troy D? <laughs> yeah, oh God, please do that. If someone can please. update that, please do that. Please. I'll give them God, a free please. Domino's pizza. Okay. I got If they could figure out how to do that, I'll give him a Domino's pizza because that would be hilarious. All right. The screenshot. And also add that he is not on Clip Sugboat. Uh, add that to his Wikipedia as well. They're going to get like in trouble for that. Joe Dooley's going to get pissed. I don't think he's, he's probably never even read his Wikipedia page. You know, down the road, he might be getting an interview oh, man, for a new I was, job. I was on my phone. Leader of the Goat Rodeo. <laughs> Did you see Real there, estate agent? There's another Joe Dooley who's an Irish former hurler and manager. Huh. It's a different Joe Dooley. I guess you better be careful which Joe Dooley you update. Yeah, we want the uh, the Joseph Gerard the third is who we're looking for. Joseph All right, Lee, basketball. Here we go. Let's get a uh, break in Shirley Rhodes. We'll come back. We'll announce our raffle winner for today. Who will win a fifteen dollar gift card to Familia? We will find out. Uh, Chad says, "I hope Troy got himself something nice for Wes's birthday." Well, I got plenty of time. It's not until tomorrow. Yeah, so. hope you uh, maybe a new shirt. Listen, once again, the fact that we acknowledge birthdays here is the gift. Wow. He gets to be on our first podcast. What greater gift than that than the gift of my time? Hmm. Anybody can go. On an 81-degree day, mind you. Yes, I could be at the beach tomorrow. Yep. I could check out and easily do that. I could reschedule this thing. But no, I am making Wes a priority because it's his birthday and I'm living up to my agreement to be here. And because he's got to be here to set up all the equipment. Yeah, anybody can buy some crappy gift. It's the time that You can that buy matters. a nice gift. <laughs> you don't have to have buy a crappy <laughs> gift. Uh, Ask him about Mid-South Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he got a little wild. It was in the Mid-South section. <laughs> he got a little wild at the end oh, of PRL last week. We showed the interns yesterday some uh, a piece of our radio history. <laughs> so I walked in yesterday. Kill the music just for a second, Shirley. Just for a second. Uh, we can't go to uh, commercial uh, break. Uh, ever. Uh, this is my all right, fault. All right, all right. We'll tell, we'll, we got plenty of All right, show bring left. the music up. We'll tell the story on You're the other killing side. killing me. Shirley, hit it. No, cut it back down. Now up. Nope. Right, now down. Back it up. Down. All right. All right, we'll tell. On the, the other side. We'll tell the intern story in moments. All right, good deal. We got a lot more to go. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market today. The Dow closed up 92 points at 33,223. NASDAQ was ahead 436 points at 13,473. And the S&P was ahead 63 at 4,288. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, thanks, Shirley Rhodes. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Shirley, I love the bumper music selection right there. This, this sounds... reminds me of like a uh, '80s movie. Yep. Um, the uh, the one with the guy at the end standing in the car, Sixteen Candles, right here, where he's at the car, the Corvette at the end, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Porsche, I can't remember. Definitely '80s. Definitely 80s a Porsche. Pop. Yeah. All right, uh, tell you what, Michael Dyer was our winner yesterday. Actually, Bryant Packard was our winner. I heard it, Packard. <laughs> but yeah. he, uh, we decided to give it out to a, a commoner than a pro baseball Bryant player. was pretty funny. He's a funny guy. Appreciate him tuning in. Great sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, so, you Michael think, Dyer. You think he tunes in often? Uh, he chimes in on Facebook Live and YouTube every now I think now he's a lurker. Now. Okay, yeah. so I was going to say Michael Dyer sounds like a familiar name. Yeah. It, it was the running back for the uh, Auburn. For Auburn when they won the national championship with uh, Cam Newton. Pretty sure it's a different guy. Uh, did become Facebook friends with him last night. So if it is him, we'll have him on the show and talk about his football career. Yeah. But I don't think it's that he, guy. In that national championship game, his knee was not down, and he just took off running. There you go. All right. Uh, so, Troy D., today we're doing a YouTube raffle. Oh, yes. And I've got the numbers how, in. So, tell me how this works, Clip, because well, I, know, I, I heard about this, but then I forgot how it works. Uh, listeners went to YouTube, put in a number between 1 and 100. All right. So, this I, is Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. I have those numbers jotted down. All right. I have my random number generator pulled up. Oh, yeah. How many times are you going here? I'm going to hit again three times, and then, and then we're going for the top, top left. left number. All right. I'll verify this. All right. So, here we go. One. All right. Hold on. Let me. Okay. Changed. Two. Hold on. All right. And three. Oh, wow. What synergy right there, Clip. As fate would have it, you called your shot. You said you were going to hit it three times. And the number that comes up out of 100 opportunities was three. Raise hell, praise Dale. Praise Dale, raise whatever you say. Uh, The number three it is. And Robert Staley had number one. Wow. Good call, Robert. And he is going to be our winner today. He went $1. He he went prices right. Yep. Yeah, are you a one dollar guy? Uh, no, you're I, a big prices right I guy. I loved the you price. went to but a show. I did. I Save went it. to the show with the legend, though. This was not any show. This was the last month of Bob Barker. Um, what? I mean, it, honestly, still one of the best experiences I've ever had. Like trips out there. Now I make fun of you for some of the memorabilia you have, but do you have your yellow yes. tag with Troy on it? Yes, I do. Now, that's cool. and and I want to and I I just haven't framed it yet. I still have. It's in my room. I still have I have the name tag and I want to what they what they would not let you so when you went when you go to CBS Studios it's like Studio City or wherever they, they call it um when you go into the you know it's like an almost like a mini arena you know or theater or whatever that you cannot bring a cell phone in so you have to check your cell phone in before you can even enter the building and you know how hard that that is for me so I wasn't able to get 
any pictures. Oh, I was going to ask, there. do you have pictures or videos? But I do. I have my ticket of admission. I have the the name tag, and I did have was able to get some screenshots of me in the crowd when it aired. Now this was a while ago because Bob Barker's been retired for a while. But I can't. It was so many phones ago. I can't find. It was before I went and joined the Apple family. Uh, it was when I was an Android guy. Please forgive me. And I, I have can't, an Android right now. What does I, that mean? I don't know. I just you know made the sh- switch. Maybe you should join us. Clip. Welcome to the family. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, I used to be where you were. I know how it feels. <laughs> but I have the old phones. But I've got to figure out which one because it's on one of those Android phones. But I wanted to get the picture off. Yeah. And then the guys at Suddenlink at the time, back when Suddenlink was a local company and very well run, um, they gave me, this is how long ago it was, a VHS copy of the show. Oh, wow. So I have that on tape, but I don't have a VCR. And I found the VHS. So I could get, if I have someone has a VCR, maybe we could play, I could go take it with a picture of the iPhone because then I can get a photo of me in the crowd, and then my name tag, put that in a frame, I'm sure the guys at Shenandoah Graphics could do a great job for me. And it, what a cool thing to put in the office clip. All right. Oh boy, I'm glad I brought that up. I am too, because now you've made me want to go do that. <laughs> you got a I lot. got all my plugs in also. <laughs> you did? Hey, NASCAR <laughs> guy. Yeah. Are you Ed Watkins over I here? I know, right? Speaking of, we were talking about king of analogies, king of the plugs. Ed Watkins, uh, he was next level. Ed Watkins can butter you up too. He loves God, some pirate radio. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I uh, listen. I just <laughs> I sop it up like gravy in a biscuit. I told CJ after the interview, CJ, big NASCAR guy. I said, uh, you know what, CJ? I don't think we talked any NASCAR with Ed Watkins. <laughs> it was all about pirate radio, Ed Watkins Marine, yeah. ECU football, and uh we might have mentioned the daytona 500 i don't remember we had him come on to be our nascar guy and he texted me afterwards like i loved it i'll be your nascar guy every week if you want me to (laughs) so i said hey man let's do it i said i don't know if we need to do it every week i said but i think we should check in with ed watkins at least once a month i agree let's do that yeah so he's all in and next time we'll try to talk a little bit of nascar yeah Maybe. So he, it's so Ed's our guy. I mean, he's he still keeps up with everything. He still knows all these guys. So yeah, we'll do that. Good stuff. Just tell me when you want him, and we'll get him on anytime. Good so. stuff with Big Ed. All right, so we got a couple pending stories. All right, to get to. Let's do the um, intern story. Let's do the intern story. Real all quick. right. So I walk in the studio yesterday, and we we've brought on a lot of ECU students. I, I would say this semester we have probably more interns than we've ever hired at ECU uh, from ECU really in the history of pirate radio i don't know if we've ever had this many interns working at one time but we're really you know everybody's ramping up the intern program you know it's, it's a great program a couple guys that i know have come out of that program and have been major contributors here at pirate radio a couple guys a part of this program today that's true very true uh clip brock rose through the internship ranks to become who he is today mm-hmm. one of our top senior level people now at pirate radio Chandler Honeycutt was once a young, inexperienced, clueless freshman that we saw something special in. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> and now he's an old, graduate, clueless <laughs> that we're hoping he'll have something special in. <laughs> but also, so the program's been a great program. We can't hire every intern for a job, but, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun to you know, help students where we can and get them, you know, experience for their, you know, whatever, their big job, whichever comes next. If it's here, that's great. If it's somewhere else, 
that's fantastic too. So we've got a huge group. So there's like four. You're really good at analogies. You might also be the best at building up a story. So I get in here. Laying the and, foundation for a story. And the, and the studio's not, the, the, the production room's not that huge. Now I mean, we're going to talk about the size of the production room. It's not the size that matters, Clip. It's how you use the production room that counts. Okay. So we had like six or seven people. Like, so I saw Shirley was there, Chandler was there, I think CJ might have been there, and then we had like a two or three interns. All and they were, sometimes when I come in, I am taken aback at how many people are here. Yeah, I'm like, wow, we're running out of chairs for people. Right. <laughs> I immediately go to a different room. So I I came in and it was standing room only, but I'm like I'm listening. I'm like, wait, that sounds familiar. You know, and I hear it was in the man section, <laughs> and I look over, and Shirley's got the Wes Hines story, you know, from the uh, women's shirt episode from the press box. It was like a classroom, and she was so, teaching the and class. And they were all watching, like big eyes, and like, and I was like, "What are y'all doing?" Like, and she was like, well, "We're giving a little bit of pirate radio history, so they, you know, understand the brand and all this." I said, "This is fantastic. This is like the most educational thing you could show an intern to explain." In a nutshell, this is kind of what goes on here. You know, sometimes. like it, they'll do like, all right, gather around. This is your introductory video, right? And like that's our we. This, this is a new thing we have. Yes, to do. this is now going to be part of the internship uh, educational program. Yeah. <laughs> Within your first two weeks, you have to watch this video, <laughs> and then there'll be a quiz on it. <laughs> it still never. Failed what section was it in? To make what size die. was the women's shirt? What brand was it? Who who asked to have the tag looked at? Bobby you know? Brooks. I want it to was. say Troy D. Yeah, it was a Bobby Brooks XL. A left-handed shirt. So anyway, it was. I was like. So then we started just reliving it again, and it brought back a lot of good memories. It was a ladies' extra large. Yeah. The, the, now the interns got a true laugh out of it. They thought it was funny. Yeah. It's it's still Bailey's laugh is still the laugh heard around. <laughs> yep around the county that is uh i mean the whole thing is just classic yeah. it never fails to make me laugh so that, that was yesterday i told shirley this morning i'm not left-handed <laughs> yeah the, the whole build-up to it was <laughs> it's a women's shirt that's when y'all realized it was a women's shirt yeah and uh and weaver got it's a girl's shirt and it's a girl's shirt yeah and then Midor went in there Why? then i said go women's check. Extra large. Yeah. i said go look at the tag and see what it says yeah. And then Meador was closest to the door. So he popped out and looked at it. And then the rest is and radio you made a line. You had a line that really tickled me. And it was the talking about the flower was embroidered on his collar. Yeah. <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, nice touch. Yeah. Mm. It was. We, I, I've got to find that shirt. We've got to hang that up like one of our jerseys in the hallway. By the way. And how we haven't done that already is really beyond me. A lot of our longtime listeners know we're talking about if you don't, uh, just type in Wes Hines shirt on YouTube and the video. It's the first thing that comes up. We'll pull right up. Yeah. What so. year? What, this was from 2007. But wow. it is still relevant today. It's kind of like a Seinfeld episode. You ever come across a Seinfeld episode on TBS or somewhere, and it's just as funny now yeah. as it was 20 years ago? That is this episode. Jerry the had shirt. the uh, puffy shirt, and Wes had the <laughs> lady shirt. Yeah, very similar. All right, let's, uh, let's get another break in. We'll come back, have more We've for you. Got on... breaking news on Joe Dooley when we return. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we got breaking new Joe Dooley, Dooley Wikipedia wait, wait. news. Big time news. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go after these words. Love this tune. Let it play out, Shirley.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. You can watch Pirate Radio Live, of course, Monday through Fridays, uh, 3 until 6 p.m. And, of course, on game days, you can watch the Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter. All you got to do is go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, and click on that subscribe button. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Troy uh, Tyler on YouTube. We're talking about the West Hines shirt video, which you have never seen it or want to see it again. All you got to do is go to YouTube, type in West Hines shirt, and it'll pull right up. Uh, Tyler says he and watched... I, I recommend watching it with the family. It's a family experience? Yeah. Yeah. I Gather get the kids. around. Yeah. yeah. Let's th- let the next generation know about it. Break this. out like the uh, the Roku or whatever and put it on your big screen yeah. and watch it in it's the It's kind of like room. you know how some people have a tradition of watching Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This, this should be like every like once the season turns. This could be like a springtime tradition for your family. Tyler said he watched the Hardee's Burger Eating Contest oh, the other day. Is that still up there? What a freaking throwback <laughs> that is. And now I get nothing? That was Joe, him? our angry contestant. <laughs> yeah. Who he came in second. Pounded a bunch of burgers and oh, got nothing. Yeah. I believe uh, Big Daddy was in that competition. Yep, yeah. He was. Might have won- I don't know if he won. I think not. he did win, actually. Oh my God! The six. This was thirteen years ago. Troy I'm did. gonna have to watch this. Can you play it now and play some audio? Just see if it picks up. Crank it. Well, man, I can't believe. I guess ads on this. That makes sense. That was Joe. Oh, that was uh, from our live show there. Let's see what we have. Yeah, but that that was disappointing loss last year. Uh, What's gonna happen this year? Well, I'm gonna win. That's, uh, I hope. Can you guarantee a victory? No. <laughs> Here we go. Don't look so happy, Brian. Look at these guys. Wow. Look at these kids. This is amazing footage here. Yeah. God, we were ahead of our time with this stuff. Oh, I missed that hat. What happened to that hat clip? Dang. I think, well, actually, I, I forget you were it. with us. You've been with us a long time, Clip. Yeah, too long, some would say. <laughs> some. I don't know who, but some. I want to get to the Joe. Uh... Now I get nothing? Can you tell us what this means to you, Joe? Well, I want to thank everybody, but it's fun. Wait a minute. I'll take Brian for letting me win. Oh. So this is this a year be. after he lost. Right. So play the very beginning. This was the this was the audio from the previous year. What happened to him? There's the master ceremonies, Rob. I told you, Troy. That audio was you saying, "Now I get nothing from our live show, which was playing oh, on the other man, it YouTube." So good. I thought it was. I thought this one would let in. I mean, it video. sounded legit, but no. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but now, we do have surely we might have him. Well, yeah. Now I get nothing clip. Can you, can you see if you can find that? So we've got uh, we got to see if we have multiple videos of this. But uh, so how about that? So that was another. Yeah, we did that contest at Hardy's back then. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't even ex- that Hardy's is gone. I think now. Unbelievable, great stuff. Like the pirate it is gone. The yeah. pirate radio. Uh, record books have but been joe was so today. mad when he lost and now i get nothing was, we, uh, i don't think we gave anything to like the second 
the runner up. No. It was just a winner. To the Baker goes the Spoles. Yeah. All you get is a tummy ache. Yeah, I was going to say heartache. Yeah. And stomach ache. Um, all right. Do we have anything? Oh, update. Uh, Joe Dooley news. Joe Dooley Wikipedia yeah. news. So Chandler thought it was funny that after Joe Dooley's comments, Shirley, hit cut 11, just the beginning of it, real quick again from last night. What was going through your mind? What did you uh, try to be a point guard at this for a few possessions? Hang up the court. I was thinking that maybe I should get my realtor's license and and, and not have to watch this. But, but it just even plays like that. <laughs> that was Dooley last night. Uh, Chandler noticed that it said real estate yeah. agent for Joe Dooley's title on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, I said it was weird. Remax started advertising him, but hey, things happen fast in that world. Um, we were talking about how you can update Wikipedia and and you know how easy it is to do so. So, while we were saying that, Wikipedia updated, and Troy D., a leader of Goat Rodeo, was added to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, which we thought was hilarious. We That's said, awesome. And then we started having good ideas. We're like, well, if someone can do this, I wonder if they could do more. You you said earlier in the show that some say you're the best analogy giver. You some, also some gave say. Joe Dooley credit I did. for being a fantastic analogy giver. One of the best in the business. Now, if you go to Joe Dooley's page... After it says that he's the head men's basketball coach at East Carolina, having previously served from 95 to 99, the next sentence is, leader of the goat rodeo and second best analogy giver behind the great Troy D. Uh, Now, Chandler, you're worried that if he's looking for future employment one day, somebody's going to go to his Wikipedia page, see this, and say, well, who is this clown? Yeah, they're going to be like, Hey, I really like this Joe Dooley guy. I want he is our guy, but we need to interview him. Let's take a look at his Wikipedia page first. Leader of the Goat Rodeo. Leader of the Goat Rodeo. And he's not even the best analogy giver. He is the second the best second analogy best? giver behind the great and Troy D. And who the hell is this Troy <laughs> D fellow? All right, now we need a Troy D Wikipedia page. That thing oh. would be oh my god, oh my that god. would be comedy gold. <laughs> 1992 Peach Bowl uh, goer. <laughs> I think 1919 Peach Bowl attendee, tur- tur- the most turf collected from ECU games. I think physical turf. Everybody here, other than yeah. Troy, should make a Troy D Wikipedia page. Well, it should be a collaborative. Mostly Shirley and Ellery. Oh God, that would be so fun. I've got ran, some, ran a six oh two forty. Can you make one like that for anybody? Yeah, I don't know how it works. I, I guess you could. Yeah. Well, okay. Now here, the cat's out of the bag because I said if someone can update it and, and say that he's the second best. I don't even know how we worded it. He worded it that way. Second best analogy giver. Yeah. Yeah. Behind me, that I'd give someone a P- Domino's pizza. It looks like Steve, Steve Hill, Hill is our I, guy. And I, he called me on my bluff. And uh, now I get nothing. Oh, there we yeah. go. Nicely done, There's Shirley. Joe. What a throwback. So, uh, Steve will get a Domino's pizza from me. All right. And what, does he come to uh, trivia quite often? He does. I will give it to you to All give right. it to him next week, Sounds Steve, good. if you're listening. Good call, Troy D. Uh, you can remind me. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, Steve, you're going to have to be the one to remind Steve, about, uh, me to remind him. Yeah. Just give us a message on Wednesday's show. Speaking of reminding, uh, back-to-back weeks with no Tony Collins. Is he okay? He is okay. He's out of town. Okay, He's good. fine. Yeah. He'll be back uh, next no, week. Yeah, but you know what you get out of Tony right now? Hit it, truly. But now I get nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so that, was, that was Joe. I did the post-game interview with him as he came in second. And he was irate. He was not a gracious runner-up. <laughs> he was so mad. We just gave the guy free burgers. He just ate five thick burgers for nothing. 
And now That's I get nothing. nothing. Now I get nothing. Yeah. He ate it for free. We didn't charge him to be in the competition. He got a free lunch. But then he came back. What a story, Troy. Okay, what about what? a story? And it, that's what this thing's all about. That's what it's all about, Clip, is perseverance, having the grit and the grind. And sometimes you don't win on your first try, but you don't give up. And you come back and you get it done the next time. And not everybody can do that, Clip. Yeah. But Joe, he's in that league. <laughs> what a, I mean, a 30 for 30 if I've ever seen one. What if I told you? Yeah. <laughs> That he would get nothing. <laughs> but now I get nothing. But the next year, he would come back and be a champion. <laughs> Let's take our final break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap up a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you with more after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you miss the show on Pirate Radio? Well, listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device to search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. What a show, Troy. Oh, this has been so much fun today, Clip. I've really enjoyed this. I'm kind of glad Tony wasn't here to mess it or up our mojo here. Went down memory lane today. <laughs> That's just so much fun. Uh, Steve Hill saying that he'll make the Troy D Wikipedia page if oh, you give him nah. the information. Oh, no. Nah. He just needs the stats. I mean, do we God, even have enough God, time God. left on this earth? Do you know how much earth? material you guys to consider? Have There's a lot of stats, stats to consider. God. That could Accolades. be just absolutely hilarious. I, mean, I know you jokers. It could be a real goat rodeo. Well, you brag about the smallest little details, so I don't even know what to put in your accomplishments. Clip. Yes. Some would say brag. Some. Others would say. We don't know. You're really ma- going to these some people a lot today. It's, it's not bragging if it happened. <laughs> okay let me think what about if it, what is it if it didn't happen let me think about that line for know, a i was moment. just trying to come up with a new line it's, it's not bragging if it happened i know i was kind of freestyling <laughs> kind of like that though i might put that on a t-shirt it's it, not bragging if it happens troy d's face if, and then the quote it's not bragging if it happened you know what it kind of makes sense yeah, you know it kind of goes with a lot of people flood. brag about That's stuff they never did Forrest they didn't have that you know they, they brag about things they don't have, you know. You brag about things you did. I'll Correct. give you credit. Right. You don't make up stuff. It's just right. not worth bragging about. Well, I've done a lot of unique things, Clip. That's uh, like yeah. Enforced Gunwin that's going through all the things that he came up with, like the uh, let me ask bleep you guys, happens. Legit question. How many people do you know, personally, at in one part, not multiple people, just one person. Olympic torch. Has run an Olympic torch. Has gone to multiple Super Bowls. You taking notes, Steve? Has been to a Stayed Final Four. Stayed at the Marriott Marquee. Has been to a New Year's Bowl. Day Bowl game. Um, I know I'm leaving stuff off the list. What was your Fine. position in SGA in school? Uh, student body vice president. Ah, vice. Yeah. Nah. Though I ran out of time, I would have been. Of course. 
And was, we're out of time. <laughs> went to a <laughs> national championship, Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl so, attendee. Oh, oh, Stanley Cup final? Game seven? Hey, Troy, I think... How many people do you know that have done all of that clip rock? I think the biggest thing to top that all off is seeing the ECU play in an NCAA tournament game live. Because a yeah, lot of people have not too. done that. Been to the big dance with ECU? <laughs> yeah. Co-founder of the greatest sports radio station the Pirate Nation's ever heard? Chad says, I know one thing. If Troy had the time, he would be a great curler. That we'll, too. We'll add that to the list. That Could too. be a great curler. Could be. Parentheses. If, if I had the time. Potential great curler. <laughs> yes. And, and you know what? The great thing about curling, I've seen these guys. I still have time to be a great curler. The dude with the mullet looked like he was about 55 out there. You still have time. Absolutely. But we have no time. Man, Troy, fun. Good stuff. We'll see you uh, Monday back on the show. Absolutely. Look forward to it. We'll talk to our guys. Thanks, Zach Agnos in the 5 o'clock hour yes. again, perhaps. Yep, yep. Zach will be but back. We'll talk to all our Zach players. Zach will be back. And uh, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and Content Junkie Schaefer. We'll see you guys Friday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.